Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show. This is episode number 168. We just wrapped up a solid two-and-a-half-hour show with the one and only Coach Rob on here again. Uh, we talked a bit of silly season rumors because they have been flying all over the place. People going to different teams than anticipated. Everything in between, where people are, where these chess pieces are going to land here as we continue through the rest of 2021. Um, and then we rounded off the show with about a two-hour conversation about uh, the 250 Outdoor Preview, uh, covering all the teams, covering some of the outliers who aren't on the major teams, um, and just basically going through our picks and how we thought people were going to do. Had Cole and Justin in studio with me, so that was awesome. Before we get uh, get started in that, just want to thank our sponsors. So first off, our newest sponsor of the show, presenting sponsor, BC Pizza. Make sure to look them up. Uh, I believe the website is bc.pizza. Um, the local branch here, the Plainwell, Michigan branch, is sponsoring us. So if you guys uh, are in the Plainwell, Michigan, Otsego, Michigan, Allegan, Michigan, Kalamazoo, Michigan area. Uh, make sure to check them out. BC Pizza with uh, the Pizza Patrol there. Um, links in the description below, obviously, as always. Also want to thank TLR Coatings. Been on board with us. Custom powder coating, Coating, sand blasting, vapor blasting, all, and everything in between. TLRcoatings.com. Uh, and follow them on social media. Lots of new pics on Instagram all the time. Um, also want to thank Premier Custom Trailers. Do you need a trailer, commercial or residential? Premier Custom Trailers has what you need. They work with the best manufacturers in the industry and specialize in all your trailers' needs. Sales, service, parts, or rentals, they do it all. PremierCustomTrailers.com, located five minutes south of Kalamazoo on US 131 in Schoolcraft, Michigan. They put the custom in customer service. They'll be hooking us up with a trailer here for uh, me to be able to take the fam to the races soon. So I'm I'm getting on that in the next month here. So that'll be nice. Also on board with us, JT Cycle and the Dirt Bike Depot. Again, helping us out with some prizes for the fantasy show, helping us out with uh, getting some stuff for the main show and for some of the other YouTube videos. So thanks to them. Um, make sure to look them up. Again, links in the description below. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, comment down below with your thoughts on everything we're saying in the video here um the, especially hitting that like button really helps us out if you're listening on the podcast make sure to leave us a review on apple Podcasts. again you can find us apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and soundcloud we're all over the place there just look us up moto aftermath show make sure to follow us on all the major social media networks again we are looking for a TikTok uh person to run a TikTok for the moto aftermath show <clears throat> excuse me um and so i have had one person reach out 
I haven't been on my phone all day, so I haven't really talked to him. So anyway, I will, uh, I'll get on that. But again, if you are looking to, you want to be a part of something that is growing here and, uh, help make us bigger. We're looking for TikTok. We're looking for content creators. We're looking for all sorts of stuff like that. So if you, if you have some of those skills, you want to have some of those skills, let us know. Um, Again, always looking for help. We don't pay much, but nice crisp high fives are always fun. And uh, and yeah, so also make sure to check out the Fantasy Podcast. Me and Cole are slacking, so we haven't recorded a... <sighs> oh my God, this intro is terrible. Uh, we haven't recorded a, uh, a Supercross Fantasy wrap-up show yet. Uh, we have been in contact with most of the winners there, so... Um, so, guys, we're getting your prizes out to you here or whatever we're doing with you. We've been talking, and, uh, yeah, and then we will be going outdoors uh, also for uh, uh, Fantasy Motocross, and we'll do that podcast, and I think Justin's going to be on that one with us because he's back into playing. So, thanks again, everyone, for listening week in and week out. Um, thanks for watching on YouTube if you do that. And here we go. Show 168. Myself, Coach Rob. Justin and Cole, 250 Outdoor Preview. Thanks for the extra clap there, Cole. All right, everyone. Now, as promised, on the line with us here to talk uh, some silly season stuff and then to uh, break into our 250 Outdoor Preview, we have once again Coach Rob. Coach Rob, what's going on tonight, man? How you doing? Hey, hey good evening, guys. Thanks so much for having me. It's, it's nice to be amongst the uh, the three gurus of the sport. Oh God! Not afraid, God here we go. Not afraid to spill the beans. No, it's it's it. Seriously, it's refreshing because you guys, you know, you get your information, ask a lot of questions, rub a few people raw, rub a few people right. And hey, that's what makes this world go around. So I love it. I appreciate the opportunity to be back. Much appreciate. Well, you know, we model ourselves after uh, the number one uh, moto podcast in the world there, which would be Cooksey and the coach. Oh, and then the, yes. number, the number one YouTube uh, channel there, old Johnny Hopper. We, we just model Absolutely. ourselves after that stuff and boom, we're in it. So if we, what are you trying to ha- take Hopper's channel and Cooksey and the coach and make a baby? No, actually I'm trying, I'm going to try to get Hopper on at some point. I'm sure he'll come on and talk. He would, he probably, you know, he has, he has no fear like us. He'll say whatever the fuck he wants to, which I think is great. If you watch his videos, his videos have been awesome. Yeah, his videos are great. I haven't really watched any, no. I got a heart from him. him the other day on a YouTube comment because it was about, uh, actually, we'll break right into this. It was about Plessinger going to KTM, and I commented yeah. and said it's the worst fucking movie he can make in his career. You think? And I got a heart. Yeah. He called Eli not, going to Yamaha Weed Whackers. He d- yeah, that was funny. Um, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I think Plessinger going to ktm is a terrible i think it's career suicide here honestly well we've seen he doesn't do suit and tie well yeah me and travis kind of talked about this on the on the last show yeah, the wrap up yeah. because if we you'd answered your phone you would know this cole see me and yeah me and travis kind of differ on this but i agree with where his idea of why that because he doesn't suit and tie like he thinks that roger and ian are going to kind of take away ap7 and he's gonna have to be aaron plessinger whereas i think that if they let him be a little bit relaxed because let's be real roger and ian have been around for a very long time They've dealt yep. with, you know, not lately, but like at least Roger, like he dealt with some pretty crazy people back in the 90s. If they let him be AP7, we know the bike is proven. We know the bike's good. I think it'll fit his style. But Travis just thinks that they're not going to let him do that. And he's going to go back to being, oh, I'm pissed off all the time. I don't get to be the Dale Earnhardt Jr. mustache and the wild hair. And that's where Travis thinks that it's not yeah. going to work for him. He's AP. not doing it for I, Dale on KT. I, yeah, well, <laughs> I agree with that. But when. Who is the last guy that KTM's really had that's been 
a little more wild, like AP, that you can think Dino? of. Dino? Dungy, pretty straight edge. No. Mar, pretty straight edge guy. Mm-hmm. Coop? Justin Hill. I mean, Justin Hill was hurt half the time. Yeah. What about Dino? No, because Dino, well, D, yeah, he wasn't there. He long. never he wasn't really there, even he wrote enough long. to show. I, and he saying. didn't have the YouTube channel going then, so like all his right. attitude was a little different. Okay, I mean, right. I but think you would have to go back to Nate Ramsey. YouTube. I said YouTube? YouTube. That's you, how he says it. YouTube? YouTube. Nate Ramsey. You'd have to go probably back to Nate Ramsey Jesus when he was Christ. more of a wild guy. Yeah, Nate. Well, I mean, you know, his nickname was Nate Dog. Like, I mean, you look at Coop, though, and Coop. He can still kind of be Cooper, but when they need to pull the leash back, they'll pull it back. If they can find that right balance with Aaron, I think he'll be fine. I don't know. Coach, what do you think? I would I would say that everything that you guys said was correct, and it's going to be this typical, if AP comes out and starts winning everything, I don't think it'll happen, but let's say he does just for the sake of conversation. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it over and over again, you know, whether it was McGrath or Enig or anybody else. When you're at the top of that spear, you pretty much can drive the ship however you want. Now, I do agree, Roger, he does tend to be a little bit more corporate. He tends to be a little bit more squared. But, you know, going back all the way to when Jeremy McGrath and that last hurrah with KTM, I know Roger wasn't there at the time. But I hate to say it, but these teams let these guys pretty much when they're winning everything and do whatever they want. It's when they start having a, a couple hits in their notch where now they're at second or third or fifth, that's when you're going to see them start to really sit down, like you said, start taking away the personality of Plessinger because, hey, look, you're not producing results. Now we're going to sit hard on you. You're getting the results. You can do whatever the hell you want. So I think it could go either way. I know that's kind of an obvious statement, but the only thing that's going to really time itself is going to play it out because if he does come out swinging – I mean, let's face it, if we look at the pattern that Plessinger's on, if you go from who won a 250 championship for Yamaha, 250, go to Yamaha 450 that didn't perform, Barsha, Webb, now Ferrandez. Uh, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a laundry list of guys that won on the 250 that went to 450 and couldn't make anything happen. So where did Webb go? He went over to KTM, pretty solid results. And so it's pretty hard to argue the fact that if you couldn't wrestle down the, the Yamaha, the KTM is going to be a little bit easier to tame. We know the power plane is there, the suspension is there, RD is there. Now, are they going to squash that personality? I personally, this is no dig on Plessinger or anybody else, I have a really, really hard time with this bullshit about, well, I'm not having fun. Well, you know what? It's a job. It's not supposed to always be fun. It's a fucking job. Do your job. Oh, I, agree. I have such a problem with that. You know, um, one of, in my opinion, my biased opinion, real champions by lean into the idea that it's not always fun and they embrace that. Go, hey, this is part of the job. I'm going to enjoy the money and the financial independence and the travel and all those that come with it. But I don't know anybody that's a welder that's going to look in the eyes and tell you he loves his job every single day. He may be passionate about it. He may be good at it. But there's just going to be days it's hard. And I get really fed up with these guys. Well, I'm not having any fun anymore. You're fucking racing a dirt bike for a living. Get over it. Yeah, I mean. Just learn to take the good with the bad, man. Come on. I think it's also going to be good for Aaron, though, because he's going to be back with, with Coop. I mean, him and him and Coop, yeah. they're friends. Like, I don't know about what his relationship with Marvin is, but, like, him and Coop are friends. And I, I don't – I'm not saying that the people that 
Aaron. Saying him and Marv don't get along. Do we no. need to get some pictures of them spotting each other in the gym? Oh because my God. they're fine. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm saying I don't fine. know. Ooh. I'm just nothing's wrong. Okay? okay. All right. So my point is, is that I don't really know in the last couple of years, like the people that Aaron's been riding with at Yamaha, like if he's been necessarily friends with them. I don't. I wouldn't say that they had he had beef, but I don't think him and Barsha were necessarily close. I know he was riding at his house, but not like him and Coop. You know, I don't know about on the current team who he was buddies with. But him and Coop are actual friends, and I think that that's also going to help him adjust to being at KTM. You know, but I also agree with what Coach is saying. Like, you get to ride a fucking dirt bike for a living. Like, really? How you? I understand there's pressures with it, but it is yeah, it's a job. You're getting paid millions of dollars to ride a dirt bike for a living. There's a lot worse things you could be doing that you could be pissed off about. Yeah, and this is where I get on my soapbox. On I just vehemently disagree of paying these guys a shitload of money. Even at the 450 level, I think everybody should emulate Mitch's model, get a nice base salary. Every time you win, you make a shitload of money. Um, because you just don't see, I hate to say it, I think this is what's plaguing Kenny Roxon. You know, you, he's got a contract that he gets paid no matter what the results are. So when he fades from 1st to 11th, it doesn't matter. His paycheck is still going to be the same. Uh-huh. Where you look at the guy that is going to, killed the dude in front of him for 200 bucks because he may not have enough gas money to get to the next round yeah that's why Who would like you rather watch race? Model. me when kate oh, yeah. and then yeah. <laughs> but i mean just like they're talking about vince freezy killing a dude for 15th because he needs 15th for that bonus yeah, yeah I, mean, I think the hate needs to get away from vince as well i'm gonna be real honest with you yeah, the hate? yeah i think no, the hate, i respect the hell out of i think vince the hate's getting a little bit overdone yep. i think that yeah he was he was a, I like to call him Hazard. Like I just called Michael Mosman last time. I think that he was a Hazard. That video can, just went up, by the way. Check I it see out that, on our yeah. YouTube channel. <laughs> At the beginning of his career. But <laughs> yeah, let's be real. Like, Vin, Vince, yeah, he's not. Vince is a Whatever. solid, what, 11 to 15 guy in Supercross with a few ninth and 10th there. Like, we yeah. can't keep calling him a squid anymore. No. Like, he makes mains all the time. He's a good test rider. I mean, I, I don't know. I just. Yeah, I, I think the whole Vince Freeze and all that kind of shit, like the, the that way of doing things, like it, it worked for him. And A Ray's kind of going down that path as well. Like he's the wild child now. But now you bringing up MCR is good because we kind of talked about this during the week here. I don't think we talked about it on the show. I've heard the MCR is going to an Arena Cross deal for next year. They're not coming it's back already- to Supercross. It's already done. They're they're not coming Boom. back. Oh, there you go. I told yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, told you. Okay. Told you. So, right. What did they do? Now, did here's Honda where, just swap? Here's where all the, the crazy wrenches were getting thrown in. So the lowdown is Bobby Hewitt was trying to get at Honda money to start his team. He okay. was trying to get the Spark Tops money with an with anticipation of getting obviously Anderson. Those two have a very tight relationship together. So Bobby has been fighting extremely hard to get the Honda deal in place and has essentially given up at this point is what I'm hearing. So with that happening, we're not going to see Hewitt come in because in my opinion, that was the big linchpin in this whole, yeah, Tomek was a big curveball, but the big linchpin was let's just, let's assume Tomek, none of this happened. If Hewitt comes in and he gets that Honda money and he plucks Anderson away, because the, the word was it was going to be Anderson and two 250 riders, which I think would be awesome because now Bobby, yet again, offering more people a chance to get a job, mechanics, riders, drivers, everything. If Anderson had gotten, Bobby had gotten the Honda money, Anderson goes with Bobby. Now think about what the narrative would look like. Because if you're a Forkner, and you didn't have two seasons of being hurt all the time, well, you're an immediate shoe into filling Tomek's spot. 
because Anderson's going to Bobby's game. The big question is Dean Wilson's not getting a ride with Husky. He's not being re-signed. So he got an opening there. So now let's think about this. Anderson leaves. You've got Dean leaves. So now you have two openings on a 450 program at Husky. Just stop the musical chairs and think about all the scenarios that could come out of that scenario. Now, obviously, in the last seven days, it's changed dramatically. We know Tomac is going over to Yamaha. Well, if you look at this year's team, Yamaha had a three-man 450 Yamaha program. You know, when you had Mookie, you had Ferrandis, and you had Plessinger. Well, now Tomac is there for sure to replace Plessinger, so that frees up one spot. I'm going to go against what some of these other talking pundits said, where they, they're like, oh, well, Yamaha enticed Tomac to come to Yamaha. Mm, I don't think so. Word on the street, and some people I've spoken to, is Cowie did not invoke their first ride refusal, didn't even offer Tomac a contract. What's that tell you and I? That he took less money to go to Yamaha. There's no way he got paid the same money. He didn't get enticed to go. There's nowhere else for him you know, to go. See, it's just like them letting Carmichael walk, uh, letting yeah, Stuart walk. It's I, a common thing. I love this conversation because remember we last time we were on the studio, we had this conversation about where's Tomac going to go? And I said to you guys, that I don't think Howie's happy with him just mailing her in anymore. Yeah. And that I, I'm yeah. not saying that makes me look 100% right, but with what Coach is saying, like it kind of proves my point a little bit. Well, there's some personnel at Yamaha that used to work with Tomac. Yam- Yamaha. How the fuck am I saying? You, Yama- you say Yamaha. Put a lot of there's emphasis no on the age, man. <laughs> Yamaha, bro. You ain't from Nebraska. Of, I watch a lot of Family Guy, right? You ain't fuck from off. Nebraska. I watch a lot of Family Guy, right? <laughs> Anyways, anyway, yeah. I've heard there is uh, some some staffing over there mm. at Star. <laughs> just call, just call it Star. Star. Uh, that he is that he likes working with. Um, the one guy is a mechanic that used to work with him, and I can't think of what his name is now. He's not a mechanic per se at Star, but he's uh, something else now. And he apparently does the setup on the bike the way Tomac really likes it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something I heard was that there's some staffing over there that he he really likes now. The talking pundits that I listened to about this, they also said that, you know, they figured that he got thrown a bunch of money to go there. Um, but, Coach, as you're saying, if, if Kawasaki didn't invoke their first right of refusal, yeah, he took less money to go for sure then. Which, like I said, kind of proved- he, he had to. There was no place for him to go. Honda's full. Yep. There is no Suzuki program. Yamaha was the only place he could go. Um, obviously, leaving Cowie, KTM is full. So this idea, and I don't mean to be disrespectful of what you're saying, I think it's a little bit of a smoke screens and mirror. They're like, oh, look at this. There's some pre-existing staff that's over at Star Yamaha. I think it's a it's a very indirect way to take the light away from Kawasaki didn't want him, <laughs> just like they didn't want James. Mm-hmm. They didn't even offer James another contract. Yeah. So yeah. you've got to put it, if you're Never now the rider. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So where does Cowie and, go from here, though? Anderson. You think Ando's well, going there? I do. I mean, I don't know if Coach well, has other... Coach, you've been in the Mecca. Fill us in here. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that there's any place that Anderson can go because since Bobby's team got shut down, that would have been the only one. And the other moving part of the equation is, and this is where it's going to get a little convoluted, the only trepidation that I'm seeing, I'm being 100% confident saying that Anderson goes to Yamaha is because he's been a long time rock star guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he has a very good affiliate relationship with them. Even though they Rockstar got bought out by Pepsi, he still has a good affiliation with them. In fact, I haven't talked to Bobby Hewitt about this, but if I were to connect the dots, I would have thought that it would be a Honda Rockstar program that Bobby was putting together, which would be a perfect sidestep for Anderson because he's still pissed that Bobby got axed out of his own team at Rockstar. Mm -hmm. So now that we know that Bobby's team is not going to happen, how much money are they going to put into Anderson's pocket to offset the money he's going to lose at Rockstar to go to a monster team? That's going to be a big key. I honestly think Anderson really has nowhere else to go except either stay at Husky, which is still an option, or go to Cowley. But if he goes to Cowley, he loses Rockstar. That's going to be the pieces in the pie. This isn't the first time we've heard, go back to James Stewart, very big Red Bull athlete. At the time, he couldn't go to Honda when Honda wanted him because they had muscle milk. Yeah, This is one of the big reasons why James never went to Honda. So people don't understand when these teams do an agreement like that. And then you have somebody like a, I'm going to pull someone unrelated, like a Jeremy McGrath who has a, a, a brand ambassador deal with, let's say monster. Well, that hurts their ability to bring another rider in because you've got to buy them out of that lost opportunity of money. So that's why I'm not saying Anderson's a done deal. What I'm thinking is Anderson is in a good situation because Husky, Cowie, Neither one of them, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but when Anderson's deal with Husky the first year that he won, in his contract was his salary immediately doubled. So if he's making a million that first year when he won it, he got a guaranteed. Well, now he's probably getting half a million a year. Now put yourself in this situation. Is Cowie going to be able to afford 500000 for Anderson? Yeah, they just got rid of Tomac for $2.5 So they've got some money to play with, which was what leads me to think that Cowie may go to a three-man team because they have a lot more money left over. Hmm. That's my personal opinion. Crazy thing going is, back. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just no, gonna, go ahead, I was just going to say that if they if Anderson stays at Husky, crazy thing is is like, and we've kind of all been talking about this in our group chat. Who do they go with? Because there's not a lot of people available. Because there's only there's four cows hockey. Yeah, for cow like people like who's available to pick up. Because if Anderson stays at Husky, you know. I even said the Mookie thing, but you know I do agree with you guys. I don't see a Stewart ever going back to Kawasaki. Fortner's not going to get bumped up unless, in my opinion, the only way he does is if he just annihilates everybody outdoors. But even then, it's a little sketchy. So then you're looking at, well, who do you got? Like who well, who are you bringing there? I think if yeah. the number six has a good outdoor season, he might have a shot. But the problem, nope, he's no, nope, he's already signed with a uh, star for one more year next year. He's yeah. already signed at a two fifty level. That's a Supercross Su- title. Yep. Well, and, and that's, yeah. So for me, the guy that gets that has to be brought into the mix is Christian Craig, yeah. because if you look at Christian Craig, he's in a perfect situation. He could jump over to Cowie four fifty. Yeah. He could jump to Husky four fifty, or he could go up to Star four fifty. Because if you look at this year, they had Plessinger, Ferrandis, and Mookie. Now they've got Tomac and Ferrandis. Well, they already are. I think Cook. I think Mookie's making like three hundred k. So to bring Craig up to the star 450, not a bad idea. You got to remember Husky now has an opening because Wilson's gone. So Craig could jump over there if Anderson goes to Cowie. So I personally believe Christian Craig is going to be the guy that is going to be when all the musical chairs stop, Anderson goes to either Cowie or stays at Husky. Then that opens up for him to go over to either 
Cowie or Yamaha. If he likes the program at Yamaha, then that opens up the opportunity at Cowie. I hate to say it, but I do believe that Forkner would probably get the first nod if he has a solid outdoors, like you said. Yep. But that's how the musical chairs will stop. But here's the here's the here's the real kicker of all of these conversations. Jmart, one year deal. Nichols, one year deal. Cooper, one year deal. Thrasher just signed three years, so he's not going anywhere. That's cool. Kitchen is Kitchen's replacing Fry. Yes. So he's cool. got a, he's got the one year deal. Then you have Christian Craig. So that's all the star Yamaha guys. If everything stays the way that we said, at the end of next season, you've got J. Mart Nichols, Cooper, Thrasher, and Craig that could go to fill in the blank. Because it's my understanding that most of these rides, Anderson's probably only going to get a one-year ride. You kind of jumping around here a little bit. Jet, as soon as K-Rock decides he's not going to race anymore, Jet Lawrence is going directly to HRC Factory. There's nothing that's going to stop that. Yep. Yep. Kind of see. Yeah. So, so here's where the, that second little what if goes. You've got five guys at Star Yamaha. What about Hunter Lawrence? He's on a fast track to KTM. <laughs> because. I just got excited. Because <laughs> I'm a big Hunter yeah, Lawrence Red guy Man. when Marvin goes. Oh, God. Well, Red Bull is really after Hunter in a big way. Well, Hunter is a Red Bull, KTM's a Red Bull. Right now, Jet can go directly to Honda because they have no drink sponsors. Mm -hmm. So what you see is Jet directly taking Roxon's place, whether it's this year, which I believe it will, or next year. You have Hunter. I mean, the Honda programs are pretty much going away. So Hunter and Jet, if Jet goes directly to K-Rock's place, Hunter, Red Bull rider, goes directly to KTM. Marv has only got a one-year deal, which I personally believe they'll put him under the gas-gas umbrella for branding. Yep. So now that leaves you Webb and Plessinger at KTM. It leaves you with the gas-gas the with Barsha and Marv. And now you've got Hunter that goes and jumps in with Volan over at the 250 side of things at yeah. KTM. Why is that? Now KTM, for the first time in a long time, has a development program of a 250 rider that they haven't had since fill-in-the-blank. Dean Ferris, maybe? Probably it's been yeah. a while. Hunter on a factory KTM would be insane. That would be really good. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so, and then the other thing that we haven't talked about is, yes, we know that Osborne is re-signed with Husky, but you've got Wilson there, and if Anderson doesn't go, then that's where I think Christian Craig is going to be your, you know, your real kingpin in this so, the musical chair stop. He'll so, be the guy everybody will look at personally. I think I think Dino's going to retire. Dino, Dino hangs it up. You see that Kiefer was saying that Scuba's not coming back to Rockstar. Yeah, I did see that. Too. That's an, that's I did hear that. That's interesting. Yeah, that is yeah. a true statement. So I'm I'm curious who was going to take his spot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I can guarantee it won't be Bobby Hewitt. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. I love Bobby Hewitt. But, I love Bobby Hewitt. <laughs> yeah, Bobby is. We the sport needs more Bobby Hewitts. You know, an outside investor, outside blood, outside businessman. No bullshit. Somebody knows what um, they're talking but then, about. Yeah. So then you look at, you know, that Husky gas, gas KTM just at the 250 level. You know, do they bring Robertson back? He's been the guy that's not been the best performer this year. Um, they've got they've got uh, Tim Ferry's son, Evans, coming up. So if you follow these amateur programs, you know, they get three years as amateur, one year as pro. I don't know when Ferry's coming up, but I would guess it'd be within the next year or two. Isn't Hawkins uh, the next one up? Talon Hawkins is yeah. under Ferry, I think. Oh, he is? But is he? Maybe. I, I don't know. That. They're pretty close. I thought, Talon, I thought Talon would be the next guy, if he keeps performing, that they'd bring up. 
I mean, I know that yeah, Evan's, Tim, Ev, Evan's the guy, but like he's still what, 15, 16? Yeah, but it, it would be the same track that Robertson took as That's well true. as Jalik. That's very true. And what's scary is, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if Jalik was not getting good starts because he can't he can't hold the pace. He gets no. up there and shakes it up, but he can't hold the pace. The only thing that's saving his ass is his ability to get starts. And hey, I got to tip my hat. He does it oh, in yeah. some of the deepest competition. He doesn't he doesn't back down. But the only person that really deserves a 250 ride to be resigned, if you really think about it, is Hampshire. And yes, we haven't seen him be able to race because of injuries. But when he was racing, I mean, none of us would argue the fact that he wasn't all in the mail oh yeah no I, I agree i mean i got one seat that i've heard some jumblings around and, and coach might know more about it um is blake baggett alive <laughs> and and will he go on <laughs> he's working the with his dad tedder ktm he's, he's doing things with his dad i think the last time yeah he's yeah he's done we won't see anything the only thing he's going to try to do is get his money that's owed to him it's close to a million dollars it's just He's he's not coming back. He doesn't he doesn't need the sport. He doesn't need the money. No. Um, and and again, for all the people that are keyboard warriors and total dickheads, you know he can't say anything about it because he's in a, a gag order because these cases in court. I mean, mm-hmm. these people are like, well, why isn't Baggett talking and why are the reporters not digging it up? He can't say a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But it goes without saying, he had a two year deal and didn't show up for the second year. You don't need a master's degree in logic to understand. He's probably owed money, and that's why he didn't come back racing. The person that I think has to have his head examined is Sabachi. Why in the hell would you agree to go fill in a position where a guy's in a lawsuit to get paid? I completely agree. Being a Joey Sabachi fan, it frustrated the hell out of me. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? It's like, I understand you yep. need a ride, but why would you go to that team? Yep. Well, and and then you have these guys that think they're too cool for their agents. You know, they get their they get they fire their agents because. I, I don't know. There's this incredible disparity between what these riders think they're worth and what the agents can actually go out and get for them. Get and so they get their panties in a wad. So they just fire the agent. I'm like, well, that's brilliant. Now you're out there negotiating, yeah. training, traveling, trying to get a job. That's yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Garrett that's, Marchbanks. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Now Marchbanks is different. Marchbanks has gotten completely dicked over by his agent. His agent needs to be just crucified he's he's a dickhead <laughs> that was the absolute worst mismanagement of a rider i've ever seen in the history of the sport so hands so, down so it was actually the agent yeah the fact that he didn't take the star deal all sorts of, all sorts of stuff. that was the dumbest thing 100 percent. he had a star deal 100 yeah, he, he had both a pro circuit deal and he had a star deal like, he has come back from all of these injuries he has one good race Mitch hasn't seen his agent for Lord only knows how long. His agent goes in, essentially tries to strong arm Mitch. Dumbass. Mitch tells him to go beat Sand, and then Garrett goes and gets hurt the next weekend, and both contracts were pulled off the table. So he went from having two opportunities to no opportunities because yeah, he tried to strong arm Mitch Payton. If I'd have been Marchbanks at the moment, I heard, "Yeah, man, you got a star deal, sold. I, I'm taking it. I don't. I don't even need to see the contract. I'd have yeah. taken it." I would. So, so well, knowing that being the agent's fault, where's this McAdoo takeout come from? <laughs> that's why I'm telling you guys. I don't think it's what everybody says it is. Like I know that it looks that way, but I seriously believe that that ha- more happened in that race that pissed off. I'm now not. 
I don't like what he did. Like, dude, you don't go and soft somebody's front end like that. But I don't think it had anything to do with Pro Circuit. I think it had everything to do with what happened earlier in that race that McAdoo was riding like an idiot. 100%. He was cross-jumping him, and Garrett's the only guy big enough to say, fuck this, and just said enough. You know, I, I don't think Garrett at any time was hoping that they would both go down, but he's like, if there's, you know, it's almost, <laughs> hate to say it, but it's, this is a really bad analogy. I may get ostracized for saying this, but it kind of reminds me of like the Columbine massacre. Did you ever hear how that massacre came to a close? No. No. One kid sitting underneath the desk, and these, these guys in these black coats are busting through a room, shooting people, and the guy came in the room, and he jumped out from underneath the desk with a pencil and stuck it in his chest. Well, all right. Now, he, he got his head blown off with a shotgun, the shooting stopped. Jesus. Take, so to me, again, that's a very poor analogy, but it's one that comes to mind. Marshbanks was like, fuck this. You keep cross-jumping me. I weigh twice as much as you. I can beat you in an arm wrestling contest. But right now, I'm going to all but Weston Pike you in this right-hand turn. <laughs> yeah, and McAdoo was lucky that it didn't happen for more people in that race. He was pissing off, that's a, lot right. of, he was pissing off a lot of people. And I, and I, think, right. I think Hunter's going to owe him one this outdoors. I think, I think you're going to yeah. see... Hunter, pay him back. All right, so I got one yeah. more silly season question then, and Coach, this yeah. is more direct at you since you've been kind of in the mix out there in California for a couple of weeks, and you kind of made mention of this earlier. The Honda 250 effort's going away, like the factory 250 effort that the, the Lawrence brothers are on right now. Um, yeah. Where does the Honda 250 effort come from then? Like, uh, is the FXR Chaparral team going to stay? Is Phoenix going to take over the reins? Like, what are you hearing as far as that goes? Right now, it's a 50-50 split between those two teams, and it goes back to do they have the additional funding to be able to go racing? You know, because the one team that you're hearing a lot of scuttlebutt about is Muck Off. Muck Off. You yeah. know, I've heard Dean Wilson's going over there, so they've got to have some level of money, even if it's just performance-based. So is that performance-based bonus going to come from Honda? That's the million-dollar. Like, if you get in behind the scenes with any of the Cowie Monster discussions, Who's paying what bonuses? You know, Cowie's paying the salaries, but then Monster's paying bonuses or vice versa. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the, you know, I would assume if they can get Dean Wilson, because he's still one of the, you know, if you're going to look at the top 10 guys, he's going to be in that top 10. Obviously, Muckoff's got to have some money. And I apologize off the top of my head. Who are the, you've got a 250 rider and a 450 rider. Who are they? Uh, Mitchell Harrison Justin Justin Brayton. That's what I thought. I okay. Going and Harrison's done really well. And what I mean by that is the bike is obviously fast. I mean, Harrison's been in the shaking it up at the front quite a bit. Yeah. So it leads me to believe that maybe they have a little bit better funding because we're hearing a lot more stuff about about Muckoff than we are Phoenix or, you know, any even Ty Luke team or any of those guys. Well, they, so Phoenix just bought JGR's old trailer, though, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that. But. Unfortunately, I've heard things over the last three seasons that whether it's the person that tries to sell the sponsorship in Phoenix or whatever, there's, there's been a lot of overselling and underdelivering, and that's why. Oh boy! You know what was it? Two years ago, we thought Phoenix was going to be kind of the next big satellite Honda team. One funding didn't come. The next funding didn't come. The next thing you know, the team, you know, they were there, but they were at the level that they were touted as coming out as. Yeah. So. We're back to that. I'm not. I would think that 
based on the, those girls wins that I've heard buck off to be the top Honda team that's got funding that's coming their direction directly from Honda. Huh. Interesting. But the Lawrence brothers are going to be gone. I okay. mean, as soon as as soon as K Rock decides he's tapping out, Jeff has immediately got that that role, and I think you'll see Hunter moving his way over to either KTM or maybe even Cowie, depending on the musical chairs. That that's what goes back to what I said earlier. With so many people only bidding a one year deal, you get makes you wonder what are they waiting for? A J Mart, a Nichols, a Cooper, a Hunter. There's gonna be a lot of big big names in the 250 class that'll be looking for opportunities well you know we're gonna have a big retirement party at the end of supercross next year we're gonna have kenny yes. marvin tomac 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 yeah. yep who else we got is that it uh you just send somebody out there with the camera and maybe, just sneak around maybe and find dino them right and i don't know a whole bunch it's well be... then think about what you just said right there when tomac retires brandis's career excuse me his contract at yamaha's up I see him going very, very hard after Cowie. Very hard after Cowie. Well, he grew up racing Cowie, so it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's just where the musical chairs lie. You know, I like Cooper Webb as a person, but think about it. When he came out of that 250 class and went into the 450, he leveraged everything in this contract not to race and still get paid. I mean, think about it. We saw him on a, a 450 Yamaha for two years and saw him race, what, 11 times? Yeah. Yeah, it might have been 11. Yeah, you know, wasn't a lot. he just hated the four. No, he hated the four fifty, and you know, everybody that we talked to from James Stewart to Cooper Webb. I mean, the list goes on, with the exception of this one year. Excuse me, with the exception of this year, it's the first time we've seen Plessinger or Mookie or even Fernandez for that little matter put that Yamaha even inside the top ten from start to finish. Hmm. I don't know why Mookie keeps turning left and right hand turn, but we got to figure <laughs> that out later this year. <laughs> you know. Yep. Come on, Mook. Okay. All so, right. Well, let's uh, let's get into our 250 outdoor preview here. Then we'll start with uh, we'll start with some of our outliers here. We'll start with our guys that aren't really on. We'll call it full blown teams. They're kind of on. Missed, team. Okay. I bet he missed half of the names I was thinking. No, of. I, we made I, the list. Help. The one thing I got to know is, and I don't know if you know, like, have you talked to Osby lately? Uh, is Phoenix I can, going outdoors? I can talk to him and see how the wrist is. Because I was wondering is Fe- if Phoenix is going outdoors he has this number. year. Text him right now. Let's break some I do have his show. number, but I, I, I have a, a suspicion that he'll go to Canada. Well, yeah, because I was wondering about that because I'd heard rumblings before Mason Gonzalez got hurt that he was going to go outdoors, and now who knows, but he's on the Phoenix team. So I'm wondering. But then Kyle Peters is on that team, and Kyle Peters hasn't raced outdoors in how long? Yeah, Kyle makes, Peters is not running outdoors at all. Which makes me believe that so. only leaves you with Enzo Lopes. I don't think Phoenix is going outdoors. Kyle Peters is going to sell cars, bro. I, I think Josh is chasing after that title in Canada. He's been well, really close. So Yeah, well, you know, now that um, – uh, well, I forgot who it is. Uh, the kid who keeps – the kid who won the title last year moved up. He's got a chance now. I forgot who – the uh, Jess Pettis. Since Jess Pettis, Pettis moved up. He moved to 450 class? Yeah. So Osby's hmm. definitely got is a Cole, shot now. Cole Thompson going to T-bone every single one of them? <laughs> Maybe. Yes. No, so I was wondering about that. So that leads me to believe that yeah, Phoenix is not going outdoors. Uh, yeah, so, you, I think so Kyle, wrist Kyle Peters hurt. is not going out, going outdoors. The, no, no, not that no. we've heard. No, I don't. I don't uh, think so. Man, I just think he'd be so good. I, I love that guy. I've always liked him. He's always been an underdog. To see him do well at Arena Cross is so, you know, dominant and and heck, I mean, I thought he did a great job jumping over to Supercross. 
I mean, he's top, I think, top yeah, five guy. Josh, I think, Josh was on Steve's show the other night, and they were talking about Kyle a little bit, and they're like, yeah, there's no way in hell Kyle races out. I think course. Kyle likes to be fat and happy in the summertime. <laughs> he likes to sell cars, bro. Okay? Whatever, dude. I think Just, he likes to be the live the boat life with no, some beer. he likes to sell cars. All right? okay. That's it. Whatever. He's fine. So, so, okay, Phoenix is not going outdoors then, which kind of sucks because it'd be cool to see another Honda team out there. But, yeah. what, you know. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's talk about your boy then, Justin. I'll let you start here. Mitchell uh, Harrison. Well, like I said, I... I tried to get a hold of him this week. I know that he's riding outdoors. He's been riding his practice bike, but I don't. I I don't know what he's doing. Like, because he told me that Muckoff's not going outdoors, which they haven't in a long time. So I don't really know his program. I know that he's been, like I said, riding his practice bike. But if he's going outdoors with any support whatsoever, I I would gotta believe that he's gonna be in the same spot he always is. He's gonna be a top ten guy. He's gonna have top five moments when we go to Redbud. He's almost guaranteed a podium. He's oh, he's been there every time. I just I can't comment because I haven't talked to him lately and I don't know what he's doing. Like I know it's not with the team because, like I said, they they're not going outdoors this year. At least that's what he told me back at the beginning of Supercross. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I I just Is Pizza Patrol gonna step up? <laughs> no, no, oh. we're not stepping up and sponsoring him. Just Bobby Pizza. Just Bobby Pizza. Well, yeah, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about yeah. that too. Um, but yeah, if he's got any support whatsoever, I think he's always he's gonna be in the same spot he always is. He's gonna be a top ten guy, and he's gonna be top five every now and then. I'm not gonna I mean, argue grab that a fill point in here and there. What's that? Grab a fill in. He had been talking to some teams, which I know which teams those are. That would be Pro Circuit, and the only other team I could think of that he would be talking to at the time would be Husky, because who knows what Styles or Styles Style is, however you want to say his name. But um, Styles, yeah, Styles, Styles Robertson, yep. So that would be the only thing, and I think that he, he's not very happy with how the whole thing ended up at Pro Circuit, but that was always his dream. Last year was insane for him no matter how things ended. But um, I just don't know what his program is, but I know that if he's healthy, he's happy with whatever bike he's on, he's going to be where he's always at, top 10 with, like I said, flashes of top five and podiums. But I just I don't know what he's, what he's doing. If it's a privateer effort, it's going to be tough because – you know, it, it, the motor's just not going to be there. Anybody got any arguments to any of that? Because I don't. Nope. I mean, yeah, it's tough nope, to compete on a privateer. I mean, I just, I like, I know Jeff yeah. Walker. Um, he's pissing in the wind going on a 250. I don't know why he would even try. I, I think he's riding 250 outdoors again? I think yeah, that's always been riding. I, yeah, I think a 450 Christ. would be a lot better option for Jeff. He's taller. Plus, he's a big dude on a 250. Kind of loves the bike. He's, he's a big guy on a 250F. Yeah. Not so but, much his weight, but, like, he's just, he, he's, yeah. So... I don't know. I just wish I could have more. I tried to get a hold of Mitchell and Brian this week. I didn't get anything back. Maybe I'll get something next week. But I know he's riding outdoors. I just don't know what his program is. If I could say that he was on a team, I, I would say a little bit higher. But if, if he's going with this where he's just doing it on his own, we know that that doesn't usually work in the 250 class. It just it's it just doesn't. So I don't know. I wish I had more. But Okay. Yeah. Well, let's move away from him then. Next dude I got on my list, Carson Mumford. Uh, he had a very, very underwhelming Supercross season. I was high on him going Yeah, in. but he was quietly good outdoors last year. Do we think he's going to be quietly good outdoors this year, or is he just going to shit the bed again like he did on indoors? Well, he's not coming back to the high point. What's, what's, he, what's he riding? Uh, I think he's doing the FXR, Chaparral, Honda still. I almost said Yamaha. <laughs> Yamaha. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I got a guy that's going to beat Carson Mumford while we're talking about that team. Cody Shock. Cody Shock's riding 450. Is he riding 450? Yeah, yep. so Mumford will be the only 250 guy out there for the team. Um, what were you going to say, Coach? Yeah, what do you got on that, Coach? My, my only concern with these privateer teams on the Honda is it's just slow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just painfully slow. Talking with J-Mart, 
he was saying that the discrepancy between his Honda and his Star Yamaha was like a moped and a go, you know, just a, a rocket. He, I'm paraphrasing. He did not say that. He told me what the horsepower difference was, and he said he could not believe the difference. And it, whenever I was always trying to cheer for Jamar, I knew he was always at a disadvantage chasing Ferrandis around on that star Yamaha. He had to be creative. He had to carry momentum everywhere. And I feel bad for the Mumfords and these guys that are on Hondas without the, the same equipment that the Lawrence brothers are going to get. I just, talent aside, you're, you're at a huge horsepower disadvantage, in my opinion. I mean, where do we see him? Do we well, see him in the top he, 15? He, here's like, the thing. Here's the thing with Carson. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I was about to say, here's the thing that I'm worried with Carson, not only with him coming back from his injury, but even if he's 100%, Let's be honest. Last year, other than WW, we didn't go to any hot races. We have yet to see what he looks like 25 minutes into a moto when it's 98 degrees out. And you have a kind of a renaissance of a lot of these TLD experiment kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the next team. Um, You've got Sean Cantrell coming back into the picture. We're going to talk about him with Barak. You have Mitchell Falk coming back into the picture. You have Derek Drake. Mitchell Falk. He's riding a 450. In that practice video. Yeah. Is he going to do 450 outdoors? I mean, I think it'd be smart. I don't know. Either way, you got those rejuvenated kids. Yeah. You got yeah. that. Who's that other dude from yeah. Bar X that showed up to a couple nationals and did well? Preston Kilroy. Preston Kilroy. Yep. Um, is he going to be a Loretta's guy again this year, I think? He did. I think he was at Freestone, so I'd assume so. Okay. Uh, he had some good rides as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I would like to say that I think Mumford's going to do well. I don't have anything against the kid, but I'm just – we didn't see what he's going to do 25 minutes into a moto when it's blazing hot out. Like, I don't think his WW results were that good because that was the only really hot race. So you kind of have to take last year, especially with just taking away what it was. You can't really take those results and transfer them over to 2021. Like, I, I don't think you can at least. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. No. So I, I agree. I don't even think he's top 15. I, I don't. I don't think top 15. Either. Fall from greatness there. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. he had a lot yeah. of hype around him, but let's be real. Like he, yeah. So okay. Yeah, so. but you gotta but you gotta remember that hype around him at the amateur level. When you take a Geico race bike to amateur races, you're it's pretty easy to be in that top three every weekend. Oh yeah, because yeah. oh, you're yeah. you're essentially racing from against Kitchen or Fry or Thrasher, you know, at Loretta's, and so now you're on a star bike against a Geico bike. But there's there's not 35 guys that could shake it up. All you got to do is just transition over the gate, and you, you're pretty much going to be in the top five with those guys. No disrespect to Mumford, but he's essentially riding J-Mark's bike at Loretta's. Made him look good. Now, yeah. everybody's factory bikes, I think, are going to leave Mumford's behind. They can say it's not a talent issue. I think, unfortunately for him, it'll be completely being undermined by equipment. And fitness will obviously be a big question, both in and out of the heat. It's a long-ass season running two two motos one hour apart for 16 18 consecutive weekends yep um okay so let's transition to our next guy then coach we'll start with you on this one because you know him best alex martin what do you, <laughs> what do you got <laughs> what is he coming back on cycle rider or cycle trader trader joe's yamaha bob's what <laughs> bob's man luck man luck man luck troll train man luck troll training ronnie mack uh yeah whatever the hell i yes i believe he's riding outdoors on that as far as i know yeah i mean how do you go against any yamaha that's going to be out there i'm sure maybe filthy fills helping him get some parts here and there um i don't think you can ever count out a guy that was second overall in the series for three years until he went to the yellow third um there's just there's you just can't count the guy out he's a pit bull 
Um, I'm, he's not, no longer on a Suzuki, so he doesn't have to kickstart the bike for 14 minutes before the race. That's good. <laughs> Get you warmed um, up. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I, I would put him in the top five, even the top ten in every given weekend because the guy can get some starts, and he's on a bike that's fast. Let's, let's admit it. Unfortunately, he puts himself down on the ground and makes it harder, mm-hmm. but I don't think you could take a guy that's finished you know, that high in the outdoor series. Again, no disrespect that you got to put it where it's at very competitive until he went to Suzuki. So I, I would put that guy in the top 10 all weekend long. You know some of Jeremy's parts are going to trickle its that way. That was well. exactly what I, I was just about I, to yeah. say. Is there's going to be some star parts on that bike, guaranteed. I have to yep. agree with that because, like, you got to think, too, like his starts, obviously, being on the Suzuki, were other than Loretta's, they weren't good last year, so he's always working his way through where he tend to get ahead of himself, hit the ground. But we know that cardio is not an issue with a bar like no. the, the him and germ are two of the most physically fit dudes in all of moto this side and the other side of the pond so i don't Absolutely. think and if he's getting a start like I, I could see him he's just once again even though the bike is so much better out of the box than all the other ones if there is factory parts on that i mean i don't know why he can't be battling for top fives i think he if he's healthy I, I just i can't disagree with that i mean I, I don't know. Even even at his age, being the old man of the class, it just his his outright speed is still there. Like you even seen it in time qualifying quite a few times last year. Mm-hmm. Like he would pop up in fourth or fifth on that Suzuki. Well, and last year he had a string of we'll call it bad luck. I mean, look at what was it, Loretta's one or Loretta's two, where he yeah. basically whole shot the race, goes into like the third corner and just pushes the front end. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yep. Cartwheels. Yeah, I was gonna say you you take away some of that, and the worries then got to sit there and you know Suzuki just kick it for mm-hmm. fifteen minutes, like Coach said, and and all of a sudden he's podium, he's on the podium in the first two rounds, and boom, and you the know whole what, season's different. For and him. and you know every time him and Jeremy are training together, like recent the video he just put out, him them doing motos at Millville, bro, they're training. Like Jamar is now, pushing yes. him every t- all the time. Like that's how it's always been. But like you know the video Jamar they were doing, you know. 25 30 minute motos but then they were doing heaters don't give me a spoiler i haven't watched watched 43 exactly and you you know that's not gonna happen you bring up this age and it's interesting when you're when you're a mark's age in the 250 class that's what i refer to as athletic maturity yep he knows it's a long season he knows it's two long motos on one given day you get a couple kids that are coming out of loretto's or especially with all this crazy ass you can be an amateur and go race pro and go back to amateur and all the 12 if then statements that are associated with the changes in the rule book you're going to have some guy that'll come in let's say he's on a i'm just pulling a, a loose team he's on a husband amateur program comes out gets a great whole shot rides like an absolute scatterbrain idiot j mark's going to know how to stay away from him let the guy yard guard himself. Maybe the kid does like the sexton who does one DNF. You know, <laughs> here you have Martin that's going to be out there sitting there third, fourth, just managing a series, not winning a race. He's managing a series. That maturity is going to be a big differentiating factor for Amar. Huge, I think, at the end of the season. I think yeah. he's going to be. He knows how to manage shocker. a series, not a weekend. Yeah, I think he's going to be the surprise of 250 outdoors. I think Because so, I think yeah. a lot of people just kind of count him mm-hmm. out. I think he's going to be yeah. a surprise. Yeah. I really do. That's him right hovering right around five to ten. You're just excellent. All right. 
Well, you know, when the bike's Absolutely. that good. That's what, that's what we are. We're called excellence over here at Blue Crew. Okay? I just I, I just can't wait for when he gets on the podium and he has to name that whole entire team. Oh, my God. It's going to be great. Can't even, like, take <laughs> yeah. a break. It's just a runoff. Oh, like, he's yeah. going to have that star-style pit board out well, there. Well, oh, and yeah. you know, if he doesn't mention, if he doesn't mention Filthy Phil Summer, Phil's going to beat his ass back at club <laughs> yeah, next yeah. week. God, yes. Well, you know, Phil, we, yeah, we, we can talk about this in the 450 preview. We can I see think Phil Phil's going to be good, summer, man. Yeah. Phil's going to have a good summer, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, if he doesn't brag down himself. All right, so let's start moving on to some of these, uh, we'll call them Tier 2 teams here, really. Uh, so the Bar X, Suzuki, whatever the hell they are, that's all I Larry know. Larry Brooks. Bar X, Suzuki, yeah, with oh, Larry Oh, you're going to get Justin all fired up with one of their riders. Yeah, so man, we got... I do. I like one of them. I Dylan like Schwartz. There you go. Derek Drake, Sean Cantrell, and John Short. That's Justin, a solid lineup. I think it is. I mean, for a Suzuki team, that's solid, but if they got to just kick it, bro, we're... It's a problem. Well, it's a heart rate up on the line. It's a heart rate up. I, I think Schwartz, we kind of know, is probably going to be, if he can stay off the ground, is going to be the top performer on that team. Over under, how many people does he just completely fucking KO this year? Well, it depends on if he's coming from 39th. <laughs> if he's coming from 39th, he's at least taken out 12 That's likely on this. Yeah. yeah, he's taken out 12 guys. Okay. Um, he's the most interesting person because we saw how good he was at the end of last year, like when he showed up to the few yeah. of the Nationals. If he gets a top 10 start, it's... I don't know. It's game on because you know the kid is not afraid to send it. I just his starts aren't going to be there, and he hits the ground a lot. But you got to think with overall speed, he's got to be a ten to fifteen guy. I just don't know. The, all the other stuff is what's concerning to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his speed is not the issue. Like it's just his starts are probably going to be trash because yeah. the bike is it's it's very slow compared to all the other teams. Can he is he like Barsha? Can he pass someone without hitting them, or is that just natural? Outside. He has to use Out, someone on the outside. Okay. It's going to be on the outside. All right. Um, I think he's gonna be really good. I, I really do, because like I said, what he got a he got a few top tens in motos last year at the end of the year, and that was coming from almost last. Yeah, pretty sure at Thunder Valley he came from like thirty ninth to twelfth or something. Um, <laughs> so that's impressive. Yeah. But I don't. I think you could throw a blanket over that whole team. Honestly, they're right in the same little area. John like Short. I say John Short, top twenty dude all summer, right? Yeah, John Short would be the guy that I think. I agree. Shorts is going to be good, but John Shorts, the one that I think will be the one, if you're going to kind of play a game of last man standing on this team, I think Short will be the one standing. He hasn't ridden a 250F outdoors in a long time, I don't think. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting, too. I think that, yeah, uh, yeah I think he's really good. I like John Short. I like his whole story because he wasn't really talked about as an amateur and he just no. kind of. Oh, that's right. Because he was been riding that Honda 450 outdoors, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. He was stock yeah. pipe guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Okay, but yeah, but I think out of that whole team, I think he's the most consistent. Oh, for sure. Now, then we have the failed uh, KTM well, kids, not Drake and, and Cantrell and here. And not always their fault either. They were misguided well, from the beginning. I don't. Yeah, I think that's a mismanagement. I don't. From some of the insider videos that I've seen, I don't really feel like Keith's way of doing it. I don't know the about. Best way. I don't know about Drake, but Cantrell. Cantrell, that was mismanaged. Like let's that kid had has a ton of talent. So, but what do you see for outdoors out of them? I, I th- they're all top 20 guys, in my opinion, that whole team. Do you, you agree with so? that, Coach? You think Cantrell and Drake are top 20? I I think talent-wise, they're top 20. I think equipment-wise, they're top 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're just going to make it in. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just it, – and it's a shame to say that because I'd love to see all, all the colors be super competitive. But, I mean, again, you polish a turd, it's still a turd. Mm-hmm. And, and we see it going back to Amart's conversation. You know, he got screwed. At TLD, when he got second outdoors and they brought up, was it Pierce Brown or Garrett Drake or one of those guys? So he gets fired 
for essentially providing the team a second overall outdoors. That makes a lot of sense. But then when he got to that yellow bike, man, it just he bought a, a, a essentially a butter knife to a gunfight. Um, you can't. It's funny how this sport has amnesia. You can't forget Cantrell and Drake. I mean, not that long ago, three, four years ago, they were the next big thing, hands down. Everybody wanted them. And oh. now they get put on a different color bike, and I just think that they're really at a severe disadvantage, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Cantrell is gonna is gonna be the uh, interesting one to me because uh, he had a couple he had a couple good finishes um, his last year before uh, it all went wrong with TLD. Derek Drake, yeah. I don't know. I mean, God, that kid is he's he's so up and down. Like one moto he's tenth, and then the next moto he's what thirty fifth. So yeah. I don't know. I just I, I think silly yeah. question for you guys. Do, does this does the Jake the uh, the bar team do they get to fly into races? These riders, I have zero idea to be honest with you. Uh, I don't. Okay. I don't I look think at so. short. I don't think so. Because I'm looking at short, and I'm like, if that guy can run 450 outdoors, and he's literally journeymaning it across the country in a sprinter van, and now all of a sudden he can sleep in his own bed till Thursday, fly Friday, be a little bit fresher. I think that would be it's a, an interesting variable to factor in because, you know, when you're looking at the outdoors, not because it's my livelihood, but you look at the fitness and then the ability for these guys to avoid illness and then be able to offset travel fatigue. Then we get into the subject of equipment. Well, looking at this team going, shit, if they come to the, to the racetrack after driving for three days straight and then have to climb on a Suzuki, I mean, how many more things could you have working against you? In all fairness to like Cantrell, Drake, Short, I mean, they're all phenomenal. All four of those guys get home major mail. Yeah. But I don't see, we're not going to see their potential because of equipment and or travel fatigue, particularly when we get to the second half of the series. I would really like to see John Short get a get a, an actual factory team tryout to see what he could do. Even I would love to see him. Even on a yes, 450. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So absolutely. Our other tier two team we got here, the Club MX, March Banks, Owen, Thurry, crown smorgasbord yeah that's a oh that's a bag of worms there so um sorry i have zero idea he's german yes that's what i know okay <laughs> uh crown will be in the brown crown, crown will crown be doing will be a lot of brown a yeah, lot he's yep. in the brown a lot he'll have flashes of brilliance probably a red, a red bud, bud. But and then he'll say, pull yeah. out 20 minutes into a moto just pull off yeah. Well, he's like a ray He's just got to take a mid-moto break. Uh, you know? From the guys I know down at club and stuff, they they say he's super in his own head. Like, if the lever's off a millimeter, like, it's, it's screwing him up a little bit class. kind of he used thing. He's called man. What that? He's called Glassman. Because he break yeah. all the time? Every time he would crash, he'd break something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, called man. Um. So, yeah, that's crown in the brown. What about Jason Owen? Because I don't know shit about Jason Owen for outdoors. All I know is super. Or, he had a knee injury, crash. so I, I don't know how great that's going to be either. Okay. All right, so we got Marchbanks yeah. in so theory. So we got Garrett, Garrett Marchbanks here. Yep. So yeah. what do you guys see Marchbanks doing? Because he's on that, he's on that blue crew. But man, it is. It's got some. Big, it's got some ponies I think he battles to the death kid. with Alex Martin all year. You think, you think so? he's going to be up? You think he's going to be up in the top five? I think yes. he'll be right around Alex Martin. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I see him getting a lot of uh, top qualifiers. Marchbanks. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You think he's that he's a heater fast? Guy? Yeah. Well, dude, look what the, his rookie year at Hangtown. He went out and went. He went out and went fastest by like a second and a half. That was on PC bike. In all fairness. Yeah, but I can guarantee that Yamaha that Yamaha motor ain't that far off. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I can't really argue it. I don't know about the rest of the bike. I don't but. have any idea. Um, 
I guess top fives is okay-ish, but I see it more in like the uh, somewhere between five to fifteen range, I guess. Once again, my biggest thing is, is always is where where's the cardio at? Yeah, that, that's always my biggest thing. Obviously for outdoors. I mean, once again, that's I mean, an I heard he waxed Phil at a moto the other day. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. That, is, club, that so. doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, he's probably you know that puts him what top twenty in the four fifties. So yeah, he, you know, five, oh, five to fifteen guys. I'd give Phil a little bit more credit than top twenty. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> a little well, more credit knows? than top twenty. Ah, oh, dude, it's Phil. It's just once again do. like. Taking a year off, like you know, from riding outdoors and stuff. I just, I mean, how was he in twenty? Does anybody remember his twenty nineteen season? Dude, I don't remember what I had for breakfast Do you, this morning. You think I, remember I don't what remember. The fuck no, March March like, not enough to wow me and be Do like, hey, I remember him that year. Do you coach? Do you remember how he did in twenty nineteen? Well, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that the year that he won Daytona and then the whole contract went sideways and then last year he signed with Club? So. That would have been the year that he did really, really well. But then he essentially got the short end of the stick, and no, that was where all the no twenty was, was it. 20, yeah, twenty was the year he won with he won okay. at Daytona because that was last year I was there. Yeah, so yeah. Well, I would no, have to yeah, because that was that the last normal year. race before everything took yeah. a shit. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah, so I don't I don't remember him in nineteen to be really honest with you. So I can't say anything, which is why we're the most professional podcast <laughs> out there because we all were prepared yeah. for this. So. <laughs> Well, I know that he's pissed off. We all know he's got a chip on his shoulder. Um, like we talked about earlier, I don't think he chopped McAdoo's front wheel off because it's a PC issue. Yeah. Um, does he feel jaded? Absolutely. But he's also a very – I've talked to him a couple times. He's not the kind of guy – I'm going to sound like a crazy man here. He's not stupid enough to go out there and just smash everybody on a green bike to say, fuck you, PC. Because he knows it's not going to get him a ride. That's not his personality. Okay. What he's interested in is showing people he can get starts. He's a good craftsman on the bike. Let's face it, Club MX's bikes have done really well this year. I think they've surprised a lot of people, maybe even themselves. Hmm. And, again, March Banks has been down this path before. Of He knows what the season consists of. He's got the maturity of it. He's got the experience with it. I think he'll use that to his advantage. Will he come out? completely wax everybody the first four rounds no will you be talking about him going into the last three rounds 100 percent, because he knows how to manage a series and i think the club mx bikes are fast what and this is strictly my bias left field spitball what i'm noticing is that star yamaha is no longer that satellite team star yamaha is now factory yeah factory 250 factory 450 is there a potential that we may see club with the consistency of March banks, the business proudness of Brandon be about, is there a way that we might see some parts start dropping down into club MX that now that becomes the new satellite Yamaha program? I mean, if you look at where they were a couple years ago, yeah, I can see exactly. It. Yeah. And if that's the case, now you've got March banks who's in the, you know, thanks to Brandon be about giving them that chance. They've got good funding. They've got a good rig, good presence in the pits. Now, all of a sudden, if March Bank starts getting equipment that's a little bit more on par with the star guys, and we see that March Banks is not afraid of anybody, he's not intimidated by anybody, I think we might see a little bit of a paradigm shift with March Banks. Like you guys said, this is going to play a big issue, but I think because he's been down this road, he knows what to expect. I don't think he's played any games in this offseason, even during Supercross. I believe he's been training and gearing up for outdoors. Hmm. Well, that'll be interesting to see. I mean, I can't argue any of those any of those points because, yeah, like you said, 
Star has really become the factory Yamaha team. So the parts, well, the extra parts, obviously have to go somewhere. It's also become pretty much the most successful team in the pits. If well, you yeah. think about yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't argue that. So yeah, whoever, Not. I feel like I don't know if it's an agent thing or somebody they got over there handling the business and contract side of things has got a uh, a way with words to get some people over there. I feel like. I also think Will Hahn plays a big part. I think that's got to be that's got to be Will Hahn. Yeah. Yeah. Will Will has such a great relationship with their riders. Will's been there, done that. Will's an OBS kind of guy. I, and don't get me wrong, I don't have Will's phone number in my phone or anything, but just the way that he he treats people like real people. You know, being a racer himself, he sees the he understands the business side of it, which I think a lot of these guys miss. So I Will is a real linchpin on the selection of riders. I see him at Loretta's every year scouting. Obviously, he's got a good rapport with Reagan. So you, Reagan, Reagan, however you want to say it. So you put those two together, Yamaha shutting down the, the factory rig, diverting those resources over to Star, shutting down the 250 program, diverting those over to Star. Here we sit, 2021, and who are we all talking about? You know, 39 people that ride for Star. Mm-hmm. It's just <laughs> yeah. it's pretty powerful. Well, and he's obviously not scared to spend money because he brought Tomac in here now. So that uh, that was I, even if he's taking less money, that's still not a cheap deal. I he still got to feel like that contracts more. Than yeah, the, don't yeah. forget, don't guys. forget that money is coming from Monster. That's not coming from Bobby Reagan. Well, he's putting it together to make it where you can get that money. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Okay, so I guess we could transition right into the Star Team. I know that they're kind of the big dogs in the in the pits right now for for the two video effort. Um, so there's 67 names on this list. So it'll we take me a minute to read them. We're all. gonna go from the bottom up. Well, let's start with let's start with Boy Wonder here. Oh, Le- Levi oh, Kitchen, oh, oh, oh. Jarrett Fry. Bo- oh. No, <laughs> Levi Kitchen is Boy Wonder. God, I haven't been this excited for a rookie in a long time. Really? I I've said this many times, man. I'm a I'm on the hype train, bro. I'm not getting off of it. I think he'll come out swinging for the two first two rounds, and then everybody else will find their fe- footwork. And I just I just I just want to say something to you guys though. The last two rookies that I've talked about have paid off, and they backed it up in Nate Thrasher and Seth Amaker. So. I'm just saying, I think Levi Kitchen's going to follow oh, that path. Charleston's got a magic eye over here. Oh, Jesus. Hey, He's man. got a magic whispering eye. I've been eye. since he got here. It's fine. <laughs> no, um, he has not. So, does he win a race? No. Does not win a race. Okay. I don't well, think he wins a race. I feel better I, about this conversation. Does he win a moto? That's a different conversation. I think he can win a moto. I don't... I, I, I would have to think... Hang on a second here. Talking about winning motos and stuff, and I, we can, I just want to backtrack a little bit and talk about a guy that we completely missed that was on this team last year that i think could win a couple motos who ty masterpool oh but the equipment he's on this year i don't know but we did miss ty masterpool yeah Yeah. well the thing is the thing is is like nobody knows what he's doing though yeah I'm out I of gotta time. imagine he's lining up. If he's lining up, that's that. There was another wrinkle into the fold, but I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't. Even if Ty he's gets hurt a lot, though. Yeah, yeah, I don't see him doing. I don't know. He really, really impressed me over. Oh, Red Bud, though. he oh, did for sure. I just, I, I don't. It's kind of like with Mitchell. Like I don't know what his program. I don't know what he's doing. Like I assume he's racing outdoors, but it's like, what bike is he going to be on? What sponsors is he going to have? Yeah. I mean, anyway, continue. So now, if he shows up out of Yamaha, then things are changing. But get, leave get back kitchen. to the kitchen. So he wins a moto. I think I he wins mean, a moto. You, you think he's a top five guy all year? I think that he's going to be a top five guy here and there. I think for the most part, I think you could 
pretty much guarantee he's going to be top 10. What are the chances he burns himself out? I don't think so. Halfway through the outdoors. No, I don't, the reason why I don't believe that is because you got to think, Levi Kitchen is going about this completely different. He's, he's almost 20. Yeah. Like, we haven't had a 20-year-old rookie come in since fucking John Dowd when well, he did it when he was 30. Us, we, have a, we have a professional on the phone to talk I understand about burnout. That. Coach, what do you think about this? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I have to concur. I mean, Kitchen has systematically moved his way to where he's at now. I think he's positioned to really embrace a long series, um, whether it's the guidance of Will Hahn, whether it's, like you say, being 20 years old coming in, bringing three years of your balls dropped is, <laughs> is pretty good. You know what I mean? Yep. There's a lot that's going to come out of it. And <clears throat> let's go back to Supercross for just a moment. Look at Styles Robertson gets a whole shot at Daytona, leads for 12 of the 15 laps. Mm-hmm. Next weekend, oh, I'm sorry, let me digress. What did Styles do at Daytona? Got the start, right? Gets yep. out front, leads 13 of the 15 laps. Next weekend, gets a 22nd place start out of 20 guys. And what place does he get? Uh, don't even remember <laughs> yeah. yeah bad exactly and so what what i'm getting at with kitchen is to your point if he gets the start you know the Yamaha can he has no expectations except he's just going to freaking go for it he gets that start i don't think it's completely unrealistic to think that the guy doesn't lead it from start to finish he's on a star yamaha but we go back to what we said earlier. Can you put two motos together for 13, 14, 15, 16 consecutive rounds? That will be the kind of the shock value, but he's not a boy, you know? Yeah. So can he go the distance? Absolutely. Does he have the speed? Yes. Does he have the talent, the maturity, the program? Yes. I don't think it's always, and I know it sounds so super cross commenty. If he gets the, if he gets a good start. I think he'll be able to stay up front with those guys. I don't think he'll be in shock of the pace that the guys are going to maintain. I really don't. Hmm. So I would agree with everything that was said about him. But you could say that with Kitchens. You could say that with any of these guys on the starting Omaha. Because if you look at Styles Robertson, he got a good start, led the majority of the race, finished top three. Next weekend, crappy start, pretty much finishes where he started. And then you look at Pierce Brown, that one weekend he got a third, Next weekend, he gets a 17th place start, finishes 15th. You're not seeing the guy coming in a 17th place start, walking all the way to the front like Ferrandis did, like J-Mart did. That's the difference between a guy that's going to become a champion and somebody that's going to be a Cantrell, March Banks. Hate to say it, but that's just the reality. So can Kitchens go out and do it? Hell yeah. I think 20 years old coming in as a rookie, let's face it, who does he get to train with during the week? Everyone. Pretty fast group of guys. Yeah, and, and if you believe the hype, a lot of people, and this is coming from Mookie, who he just straight up said, he's like, "Look, twenty-five minutes into the moto, Kitchen is starting to walk away from these guys." Mm-hmm. And yeah. for Mookie, like Mookie doesn't have to say that. Like he's not on the two. I understand they're teammates, but he's on the four fifty side of things. He's not on the two fifty side. He doesn't have a, you know, he didn't have a dog in that race. Like for him to say that, like I don't know why he would just make that shit up. Like he's not just going to tell that to anybody. So. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all about I'm all about it, and I think eventually I think that Kitchens is going to be a 250 champion, both Supercross and outdoors. Yeah, I, I can't argue that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Whether that manifests itself in three years or five, it's coming. It's just a matter of, and I hate to bring up this word early in the season. It's all about managing fatigue. Mm-hmm. It's about managing illness. It's about managing injuries. That's all. Because if you look at anybody that we're going to talk about for the rest of the show, the only thing that set them back injuries. J-Mart, Cooper, Nichols, 
I mean, the whole Star Yamaha sets for Craig. I mean, if we're just talking about Star right now, think about that. Any one of those six guys could win. Christian Craig, Kitchen, Thrasher, Cooper, Nichols, J-Mart. None of us would be surprised if any of them got a moto win. None of us would be surprised if they got an overall weekend win. Yep. Yep. What's it going to come down to? Managing fatigue, illness, all, you know, like you said, fitness coming in. And I don't want the listeners to get bored when I make this comment, but the bottom line is, is when you're coming into a season that's this this long, once the season begins, it's no longer about building fitness. It's just about maintaining and managing fatigue. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds crazy. You're not maintaining fatigue, but you're trying to offset it by traveling, you know, trying to recover, repack, travel, race, repack, travel, practice. I mean, it's just, it's always going to boil down to the management of fatigue at this elite level and look at look at your notes that you guys have down for star look at how many guys just in the star camp could win every weekend six guys yeah oh i agree every weekend i agree and they still even have more amateur kids coming with nick romano and matt leblanc and um i think they have another kid too maybe maybe that's it um but yeah i mean just those two right now yeah so well, well, let's keep moving on through Star. So Thrasher and Fry. So it is. Let's start with Fry. Is he going to do something outdoors? He did last year, though. At the end of the year, he was top ten. Okay. So he just he, had a bad Supercross season. Okay. So, but which I mean, not, I know that sounds like a dumb I mean, comment. He's, to the, say. he's at the bottom of the scrotum pole right now. He but is. see, that's he's the thing, though. The like guy. Coach just said, I mean, I think you might be. He might be the one guy you could kind of leave off of getting a win. Yeah. But if you want to talk about him being at the bottom end of that pool. I would still say that's ten to twelve. That's uh, the bottom of that pool is a pool I would like to be in. <laughs> exactly, ten, ten to twelve, right? Like, do we disagree yeah. with that? Like, no, that's like that's like a solid. I mean, that's that's where I see him is somewhere in that range, and you know he could have some breakout rides at a couple places if he gets a start. But I think that's. that's but ten pretty... to twelve, though. I mean, if you're at the, if you want to say you're at the, nobody wants to be the the slowest guy on your team. But if ten to twelve is like the low part of the pool, like that's not bad. No, no, that's okay. What about Thrasher? Let's though? let's, oh, let's ahead, throw in a different throw in a different variable though. It's no secret that when these guy when these teams know that they're not re-signing somebody, it's not atypical for parts to start to disappear off of a bike. Oh yeah, that never happens. That's a conspiracy <laughs> theory. So, so do you know? All of a sudden, Fry's on a on a bike that's relatively stock. Just gives them another reason to say, oops, sorry, it's not going to work out. We're just going to have to go ahead and put Kitchen in there. I mean, we already know Kitchen's in, Fry's out. That's a done deal. Yeah. But does Fry, you know, essentially are they giving him equipment that's even remotely close to anything else in regards to that? You know, and if he doesn't get that, he won't even be in the top 20, 25 yeah. because he's just going to be at, a, at, a, at an equipment disadvantage that's out of control. So just keep that in mind, too. A lot of times – the listeners will watch it on TV and I could give you 12 guys over the last five years that, you know, once they knew they weren't re-signing them, it was amazing. They didn't go from being in the top eight to 15, 12 ish range. They're all of a sudden coming off the start 32nd and finishing 25th and 26th. And people go, Oh, they suck. They threw anchor. Uh, no, they're pretty much on a bone stock bike at this point. I really don't know what so, you're talking what? about. It's all just a conspiracy <laughs> Which, theory, like the flat earth or the moon landing. <laughs> exactly there you go but that would be the thing i'd look out for fry because i know that he definitely doesn't want to go down in a ball of fury like this but they and i i don't know you know i don't want any of the listeners to think that i know that star has done this previously i'm not insinuating that but i do know that there's been 
a history of various teams. Let's leave that key term, various teams that when we're not re-signing you, equipment just doesn't just doesn't work as well. Well, Coach, I can tell you for sure that uh, this did happen because I had a, a certain source that was on the star team that uh, said it did happen, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, and I know somebody that happened onto another color team that that absolutely unequivocally happened. Jeez. And uh, so for the listeners that think we're making it up, I've got an example, you've got an example. And then for, before all the keyboard assholes go off, well, give us names. Um, I don't like lawyers and I don't like lawsuits. So no, I won't be saying what color team it was. So that's it. I'll, I'll say it on in the to, comments. On to Thrasher. <laughs> <laughs> when they start yeah, commenting, I knew, I'll, I knew I'll about the one for sure. That's it. On yeah. to Thrasher we go. Let's on to Thrasher we go. So Thrasher, <laughs> uh, he's going to be on the full race bike all summer. Uh, so uh, what do you got? Three years. Oh He's yeah, for three the next years. three years. So, he, so what do you he guys deserves, think? He deserves it. Too. Well, yeah, I know he deserves yeah, it. I I kind of forgot about the hype. I think I told you guys this in the last show, but I kind of forgot about the hype that Believe he the hype. had. Believe the hype. Uh, <laughs> we should, <laughs> we should repop hype. those shirts. That's good. Oh, uh, we should. We should remake those we should, shirts. We should. Should believe the hype. Shirt. And just put a different yeah. name on there every week. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Exactly. We Did, should. Uh, I need you to work up a design there, Cole, and uh, yeah, we'll get them. We'll, we'll get just get a few different up. names and yeah, just pop no them in there for each race. What, yes. what number do you want to put on there? You want to put any local guys on there? Oh god, don't no, even get me started, Jesus dude. Christ. Anyway, so does Thrasher win any motos this year, or maybe a podiums the top of his game? Podiums, outside? okay. Podiums. A lot of them, or not a lot of them. I don't know about a lot of them, but I think that over th- under more than five. You're talking about overall or just motos? Podiums. No podiums in a moto or yes, overall? Just in a moto. Over five. Wow, that's a bold prediction. Did anybody see him winning two Supercross races from the LCQ, well, no less? No, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> no. So that really, so. so really, that's like you can't. There's been a lot of things happening in the last six weeks I didn't see coming. I didn't see him winning two races. I mean, I, I didn't could see say Tomac going to star. I, I could mean, see I'm fucking out of it. I could say here. that Thrasher's going to go one one at the first three, and nobody would be like, "Well, that's fucking stupid." Like the fact that he won two Supercross mains. Yeah, I mean, realistically, even if he wins an overall, it's not like it's going to shock me, you know. I, at this I, point. I think he's going to be really good. I think that him and Kitchen, if Amar is kind of the forgotten guy of the season, I think him and Thrasher and Kitchen are going to be two of the most talked about guys that aren't expected to do that. Well. I, I agree with that. I agree. Those two are going to feed off each other, I think. Because mm-hmm. uh, they are friends. They're buddies. Um, and Thrasher's got that momentum coming out of the Supercross season. Yeah. No, I and Confidence is a big thing. Got star set up for a long time. <laughs> they yeah. are set for a while. Jesus, I just—that's just ridiculous. All right, so this is my pick. We're moving on here now. This is my pick for the title. No, for the biggest letdown. Oh, I already know where you're going. Of the summer here. Oh, no, never mind. And I, I, I know. At first, I thought you were going. What name you're going to say? Now I really know what name. What do you think say. I'm going to say? I think you're going to say Colt Nichols. Absolutely not. Oh, you're going to say Justin Cooper. Justin Cooper. Cooper is, Cooper. Justin Cooper will not do anything outdoors this summer uh he's gonna have a supercross hangover like crazy see i don't see i i'm i i don't think he's gonna be a super big letdown but i don't i i don't think the supercross thing i just how many times have we seen cooper come out like a ball fire i will just put out there i'll be surprised if he wins this year a moto or overall because i gotta disagree with all i get win motos for sure and overall, that dude's a starting I machine. I, I don't still, think he wins an over, I don't think he gives a shit about look, outdoors. I know he just won a Supercross title, so he kind of made everybody look dumb, myself included, because I always pick against him. Yeah, but I still could never get over the fact that every outdoor season—maybe you can take last year because of what it was and the fact that he came in injured. 
he always drops anchor halfway into the season. Well, yeah. And I think it's going to be worse this year. I think he's going to have a Supercross hangover. I'm 100% on that. He might win. I'll be surprised if he wins more than two motos. Here's the thing with Cooper, and even though his starts got better, his starts are still inconsistent, and he still has a tendency when he's working his way through the pack to do bonehead things. He does do some dumb shit. And we know with how loaded, and we say it every year, but this 250 class is loaded once again. He's not coming from 15th and winning a race. I'd no. be surprised if he could even come from top fifteen and get or fifteenth and get top five. And once again, you know, th- nobody on his team because this, sh- for the longest time, it's pretty much been Frenchie that's kind of been his, the guy that's been faster than him on that team. Yeah. But now you can look at everybody if you want to take Jarrett Fry out of that. Pretty much everybody on his team is just as fast as him. Yeah. So they ain't gonna move out of his way just because oh we're teammates. So I, I don't know. Like I said, I see a maximum of two moto wins. I don't see any overall wins, and I think this is a mailed-in summer season for him. You agree, Coach, or no? I totally agree. When I was on Daniel Blair's show, I said that Cooper is just too mental. Um, to your point exactly, you've got Christian Craig. He's going to come back healthy. you got Jay Mart. He comes back healthy. you got Colt Nichols. There's three guys on his own team that's, I mean – pulling a line from Jet Lawrence, they're already getting free rent in his head to begin with. Yep. Those three guys are veterans. Those three guys know how to win. They know how to manage. I said it before. I'll say it again. You know, Justin Cooper, he's he's a mental head case. And I don't say that derogatorily, but I'm saying at this elite level, you can't have that mental wishy-washy that he's had. And like you said, the, the things came together. I, I'm not, hey, you got to be in it to win it. I'm the first one to admit that. But if you look at who he was racing against and how shallow the field was, yep, he granted. He made it to the end of the season. Others didn't. That's part of the game. But I think he will not have the mental, whether it's a Supercross hangover, which I agree with you, whether the fact it's a long outdoor series, it's hot, it requires a lot of determination, requires a lot of grit. If he gets a whole shot, oh, he's graceful. Love to watch him. Great gets a little bit of adversity uh, and he comes off and says the bike sucks and everyone's a dickhead and it's everyone else's fault. And I just don't see that working for him when we go outdoors. There's two, and I know we say it every year, the the field's extremely deep, but if we're only talking just the depth of Star Yamaha, there will be zero room for excuses because everyone's on the exact same bike with the exact same resources. And I think you're going to see a lot of weekends where it's not going to be abnormal for Yamaha to be getting the top three in both motos and the overall. I mean, just sheer statistics alone with the with the resume, with the uh, roster that they have. Look at your piece of paper. Is it unrealistic to think Star will get top three in both motos? I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think it's unrealistic to see them get top three in both motos at some point. I don't think it'll be a regularity though. There's a lot of other names on some other teams here that we're going to talk about that I uh, I think will break that up almost on a moto-by-moto totally moto totally basis. Agree. Could it happen? Yes, think- I 100% agree. And this is the only team that That's we team have most likely. Yeah, that, w- that will make this happen. But, but, but look at Cooper, though. Yeah. Look at Cooper mentally against oh. J-Mart, Nichols, and Craig He's on nothing. Star. Yeah. Look at Cooper against the mental toughness of Forkner on Cowie. <laughs> and then look at the mental toughness of the Lawrence brothers on Honda. I think oh. Camshire will be big on Husky. Volan's going to be a beast and a half on a KTM. 
um, Cooper won't stand a snowball's chance in hell against these guys because they are mental monsters. Yeah. And until he gets that mental game under control, he's too wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. I love his story. I love the fact that he went to public school. I love the fact that he didn't have this stellar amateur career, blah, 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 blah. We're seeing more and more of those. Those are, those are awesome. But when you walk around and every time that you get a slight little, you know, blemish on your results, bike sucks is all I ever hear. Bike sucks. Bike sucks. Still struggling on hit setup. Stop. Just stop. Get your head in the game. Get your head out of your butt. And if you want to really be competitive against your own teammates, and I don't, I'm not at the test track, but if I know the way Jmart likes to play the game, I'm sure Nichols is good at it as well. They know that they can break Cooper at the test track, and they do it every chance they get. That's my biased opinion. Yeah. Well, from the sounds of it, Cooper's already getting waxed at the uh, when they're doing uh, heaters or sprints or whatever they want to call it, simulations. Yeah, I bet uh, those test track mind games are so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From what it sounds like, obviously, Jmart's not there because he's doing his own thing. But, yeah, it, from the sounds of it, Cooper, he can start out front because we know he can get – you know, when he does get starts, like Coach said, and we've all seen it, he sprints like crazy. But <laughs> – from the sounds of it, Nichols, Thrasher, Kitchen, they're they're walking away from him halfway into the moto. Yep. So and they're doing it during the week and then it's in its head on the weekend. And, you know, unlike the Bob Hannas, the Baileys, the Wardies, those guys, they don't like you know, like the old saying goes, they love to win, but they hate to lose. Yep. And uh, I just don't see that in Cooper the way I see it and J. Mark Nichols and no. Craig, if we're talking just about star. No. Well, nobody likes Justin Cooper either. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can move on from Justin Cooper to the guy I think that's going to shock a lot of people this summer, which would be Colt Nichols. Agreed. Yeah, I think 100%. so too. Um, I just hope that he can find the non-injury way that he made it through Supercross, if that makes uh, sense. I agree. I, I mean, he. I, when's the last time we've seen him complete a full outdoor season? I, yeah, I but here's, okay. here's the good news. Chase Sexton is not in the class anymore, so he doesn't have him jumping on his wrist. He will have a good season. Yeah, he will have a good too. season because Sexton is out of the way. This is also right. true. So, <laughs> good point. Do we? What is Nichols' ceiling then? Because me, me and Cole are high on the Nichols train. I know Travis, you don't have a problem with Cole. I don't know if you're necessarily a fan, but I'm a pretty big fan. I just listened to the uh, Gypsy Tales. Oh yeah, his story. Today. Yeah, yeah. And that's that a pretty, pretty cool story. Yeah, yeah. And, I had heard yeah, that. So. So what's what? What do we think his ceiling is? I think he's going to win multiple motos. Okay. See, even being a Colt fan, I don't know if I can agree with that one. Really? I just I don't what? know. I, I don't know if his and I know I just said this about him walking, you know, Cooper, but I think that's more of an endurance thing. I just don't know if his sprint speed at the beginning of the motos is good enough to do that, unless he starts out front, which obviously I'm very gonna, well could. I am going to steal. Uh, one of Coach's terms and his athletic maturity is going to carry him at the end of the motos. So you think he could possibly? Forward. You think he could possibly pull? Or are you saying championship? Like I don't know necessarily championship. Because I gonna, think he's going to be in the talk. Because we're going to give our championship heavy. picks later. But like yeah, I, I think it's going to be really tough for him going up against at least Hunter Lawrence and Jeremy Martin. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people towards the end of the motos. I think he's going to be really good, and I agree with it. Like I said, you know, I've heard about him walking everybody other than maybe Kitchen, but I just I don't know. We've never seen him have that super raw speed outdoors. Have you listened to the Gypsy Tales thing? Yeah, yeah. 
the whole you listen to that whole podcast. I didn't listen to the podcast. I listened to him. I've I've heard. I didn't know that the full thing behind that, but I had heard. Oh, you should listen to the whole podcast. Yeah, there's a lot of good insights in there into what he's done differently as to why he just won that Supercross title. Oh yeah. And why I now think he's going to be a threat going into outdoors here. I think his ceiling outdoors is podiums, but I think on an average, I think that he's five to eight. I just there's there's so many guys that we still have not talked about that I would take over him for an entire season because if, of their their sprint speed is better than his. I think if he takes all the weight of that earring off when he rides, <laughs> I think he's No man, it's going to get bigger. It's going to get it's going to get bigger. He needs to take it off during it's the gonna race. It's going to get a little ice here. I think it's, it's going to get a diamond or two. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yep. But yep, again, no. I think he just he, got a fat paycheck. If he takes that off. It's a lot faster, you know, he's not held down quite as much, Look, but no, I still think he wins multiple motos. I'm so happy for him though. Either way, no matter what he does, like I I said it, I haven't been this happy for a guy in a long time. I do Colt Nichols. He's awesome, but I just, oh man, we've just, like I said, never seen that outright raw speed from him, and we know that you got to have that outdoors. Athletic maturity at the end of the I don't disagree with that. I, I just Carry us forward. I say that he gets a couple podiums, and I think he's 5-8 to eight most of the season. I highly disagree with that. Okay. No, that's fine. I, like that's fine. I said, I think he's going to be more if he of does, a top five guy all year with multiple Moto wins. If he does, man, I'll be just as happy for him as I was in Supercross. I think it's awesome. I think he's yeah. one of the coolest dudes in the pits. Yes. I just, I don't know. Now, does anybody on this phone call not have J-Mart as their favorite? For well, outdoors? hold on a second. Hold oh, on a boy. second. Now, hold no, on. no, 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 no. Coach was talking about Christian Craig, but is he riding the 250 outdoors? I thought he was riding the 450 I outdoors. I thought he was 450 guy. Do you know something that we don't, Coach? No, I think he'll be on 250 because you'll – well, I don't know. I haven't spoken to anybody that said it's definitive that he's going to 450 or not. Okay. Um, so I don't know you because know, Mookie was super cross only. Yep. And then, you know, what kind of – we've got Plessinger there, of course, and then we've got Ferrandis. So um, I don't know. I, I haven't heard whether he is or isn't. Um, I know he was training a lot on the 450 during let me, the break. Um, there. I'll, I'll put it. Let me put a text in while we're talking. Oh, and I'll, I'll oh, look at this. We're oh God, news. we're getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Oh, wow, that's a first for us. Yeah. Right. So, so, so let's move him to the side of the J Mark thing. Your question about not being a title, the title favorite. Is that your question? Like, does, does anybody, anybody think he's not the title favorite on this call? It depends on his shoulder. That's, well, that's, that's exactly. all I'm that's, about. That's I think our big our big question mark for everyone here because we've all talked about this off the air. I've talked about it with Coach. I've talked about it with you guys. The shoulder is bad. the question mark, and it's bad from what we understand. If he if that shoulder doesn't hinder him at all this season, it's not even going to be close, in my opinion. Now, Coach, you've talked to him. Are we talking like if he tips over? and puts that shoulder down, it's going to be bad? Or are we talking like he's going to have to ragdoll fairly decently for that to really be an issue? Yeah, it's the latter of the two. I mean, it's going to, I'm not saying it's going to take a Tomac slam to blow both shoulders out the way he did that summer on Geico. Um, I know that he's put a tremendous amount of time into rehab. I know he's strong. Um, But on the flip side of that, when you ride a motorcycle that's significantly faster, we know faster speeds means a quicker stop. Um, so that's, that's going to be, um, the idea here. I just got confirmation. He will be on 450 for outdoors. Okay. For well, Craig. That's, that's still cool though. I yeah. mean, yep. I think yep. that'd be another person to talk about. I think that's actually going to be better for him. But. Yeah. 
I was actually yep. going to be surprised so he, if he came back and told us he was going to be on 256. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But I think it's great for him because it gives him a chance to show his proudness on that 450, even though yeah. we've seen it over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to J-Mart, I think uh, his shoulders are good to start racing. But then again, how many times have we seen the quote unquote air quotes here, you know, a practice injury on Thursday and now all of a sudden we can't line up or we're at 60% instead of a hundred percent. But who else? I don't mean to get ahead of ourselves here, but we could bring that same question mark with Forkner. We could bring that same question mark next to styles, Robertson, uh, Volan, everybody, uh, Hampshire, everybody that didn't race Supercross because of that quote unquote injury. Um, I think they would all have that same asterisk beside themselves, but I think J Mart, is, is ready to race. I think he's ready to compete. What I do like about Jeremy at this point in his career, I think he's smart enough. He knows that, I mean, let's everybody kind of take a deep breath, zoom out to 10,000 feet. J Mart knows this is essentially his last chance. If he goes out at 40%, he knows he's not going to be able to redeem himself. He's not going to be able to change the narrative around his ability. Yeah. So, I think he's in a unique position. He has a great relationship with Bobby and those guys. If he wasn't ready to go racing, I think they'd be cool to say, look, I mean, may need to get, you know, a pay cut, but I think they would say, okay, you're not ready this year. We'll bring you back next year because let's face it. He is an outdoor champion. He does have the, he does have the resume to justify that kind of a request. But I, I know Jeremy well enough. He's not the kind of guy that's going to try to ride through pain. He knows he's got to rehab before he can go race. He's done that. He's done it also all supercross season long. I think he's ready to go. Is he at hundred percent? No, none of us are naive that way, but I don't think that he's fragile either. As soon as I say that, we'll hear tomorrow that he had a four speed, you know, fourth gear, high speed get off and look like Tomac and we're all eating crow at now that this has gone public. So God, I hope not. If, hey, it wouldn't if be he, the first time. If he gets a start, I'll go so far as to say because we know he's gonna get starts, but like if it's a consistent thing with him. I will not be shocked if he if he's going out and beating everybody by forty seconds. Forty. Forty. All that right. is not that might be excessive. No, it's it's not for no, me. What about no your way. boy Hunter? That's totally realistic because you gotta remember how close he was yeah. to running Brandis <laughs> down last year on a horsepower deprived Honda. Uh, now he's too. on that yeah, Brandis. And bike. those two were Look way out. out. And see, and, yeah. and, and I was actually gonna bring this up. You know, I started thinking about it. How many times did we sit up here after uh, the one of the races and we talk about would Jer- would Jeremy when he'd get a bad start, he'd be pushing through. You know, other than Ferendus, he'd be running a second and a half faster than everybody, and he'd get to the top five and stall out. And we always kind of sat up here and scratched, well, why is he doing that? Why? And this is my take now, probably because Coach talks to him all the time, like he knows different. But my take was on this: I think he was doing that because in his mind is it was either one two, it was either I'm going to win this and I'm going to win the championship, or I'm going to get second. If by the time he got in the top five, everybody else was 20 seconds up, I almost feel like in his mind that he thought, especially knowing that he wasn't going to come back to Geico, what, what is the point of putting all this effort in right now to go blow myself out just to move what up a spot? Because yeah. it just never made sense to me. How are you coming from 15th or whatever he was coming from, get into the top five and then just stall out? He, his pace would go away. He would almost just kind of get sucked into the who's ever in front of him. He wasn't trying to push forward. And I could only come up with it had to have something to do with, well, what is my motivation to keep bl- taking myself out just to get one more spot? Yeah. Because it was championship or bust for him. Yeah. 
Now I think that he's back on the star bike. He won the two championships with him. If he's getting a start, I, I'm serious. I, I can totally see him. And talking about Hunter, as much as I love Hunter, Jeremy Martin is the fastest 250 guy in the world on yes. that star bike. And, it's, and, I, and if he would have been on that star bike last year, and you guys know I love Frenchie, I don't think it would have been even close either. I think that he would have walked Frenchie. I, I really do. I have that much faith in him. The only, yeah. I mean, you got to think about what he did in those star days. It, other than, you know. Yeah, I mean, he came out swinging that one year, and people were talking undefeated. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm not going to say he's going to go undefeated because that's, that's that, a lot. No, there's no way in this. But if he's getting starts and that shoulder is is good, it, it I don't think it's going to be close. I really don't. Hmm. I think the other guys will get Moto wins because I don't think he's going to rip every start. But if he gets a start, it, 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 I mean, talking about the, the A-Mart vlog. I know it's A-Mart, and he's not 100% healthy. When you go out and do a 140, and Amart's doing 145s on a 450 at Millville, no less, yep. <laughs> yep. that, there's something to that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think that J-Mart's just he's, he's next here compared I, to these guys. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't think any of us have any arguments for that. That's so. why I, I don't, we go back to silly season and stuff, but he wants a 450 ride and stuff. I, I, I see Cowie trying to make a way to, to save him a spot, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm a little biased because I've always been on the Jeremy Martin train, so I look at things differently through the, through my eyes when it comes to him. And, I, and I'm kind of, you know, I've said it year after year, always going to win a Supercross title. He's finally going to get it. Something happens. But, like, I'm – I just I – I can't take away from what he did all those years when yeah. he was winning championships. I'd put a number six jersey on my wall. Exa- for sure. I mean, exactly. Like, you can't, <laughs> you can't take away with what he was doing. Like, yeah. And now he's he's on a bike that is not underpowered. I don't know. I just don't see it being close, guys. I just don't. Yeah, probably not. Unless he hits the deck. But all right, we beat that horse enough. So let's <laughs> let's move on here. Next team. Let's uh let's go to some of these teams here that I don't think are going to do as great. And then we'll come back. Are they to steel frame the, teams. The la- yes, the Boo. last two heavy hitters. Wow. So let's start with KTM here. So. Caleb Russell is on the team to ride outdoor 250s, but he has just got hurt real bad. Yeah, yeah real gnarly been crash. Fucked I guess. up. Did so he hit like a fence or something? I don't yeah. know if we're gonna see him. Coach, did you hear anything about him when you were out in Cali there? No, just the, the you know pretty big get off. Lots of broken rib, you know, broken ribs, smashed yeah. up pretty good. Um, now, one thing I will say: there's there's just a unique determination about off road guys. They seem to do really well when they ride. I hate to say that. Um, you look at Plessinger's early success, you know, coming from the woods into Moto. You just seem to have, be able to take bigger blows and still keep racing. So yeah. wouldn't count Caleb out That's as of gnarly. yet. Uh, I think time will tell here. But, you know, unfortunately, with a sport that we have where everybody thinks it's cool to be hush-hush instead of letting us know what kind of hell these guys are going through. But I think if Caleb can get to that starting line, we saw the one race that he did, what, three years ago, four years ago. Mm-hmm. He's no slouch on a motocross track. That's no. for darn sure. Especially the mud. And not to, not to let this conversation go down a bunny trail. You know who can haul the mail on a dirt bike that was an off-road guy? It was, um, oh, shit, just Ricky Dietrich. Charlie, Charlie Mullins. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, and if it wasn't for Charlie Mullins breaking his wrist at the JGR track, um, I've, I've been around Charlie a lot on a motocross track. The guy's unbelievable. There's not much that the pro moto guys could do that he couldn't. And so for anybody to think that Caleb's just an off-road guy, I think you you need to pay attention a little bit closer. Those guys can ride really well. But, yeah, I, I've heard that Caleb is pretty banged up. I don't know that we'll see him the first couple of rounds, but I think we will see him towards the end of the season. 
Okay. Top five. If it's a There's race. a bigger reason why I think you're going to see Caleb. And that goes back to what we said earlier. I think they're shaking down a second 250 ride, which I think is where Hunter will end up within a couple of years. Okay. And then the other guy on that team, Max Bolin. That he just said is going to light the world yeah, on fire. Yeah. Coach well, sounded pretty high on him. Flying at the test tracks. Flying. So, Coach, what do you got on him? Yeah, I mean, we were all kind of like in the middle on Max Volan, like not really thinking he was going to set the world on fire, at least Justin and I. Um, And to hear your comment on that, Coach, we were kind of blown away by that. So, which comment are you guys referring to? Uh, Max Volan. The comment you just said about him, he's going to be a beast. Yeah. Well, if you watch that guy on Instagram, I love to watch him because he's a little bit of a mix of a Jeremy McGrath on a BMX track with Connor Fields on a BMX bike with he's doing stuff with those daddy long legs that you just shouldn't be able to do on a dirt bike. Um, he, I love the way he moves the bike around. He's extremely dynamic on the bike. The other thing is obviously with his dad and his uncle, you know, they've got another, they've got a completely different perspective on how to raise a racer in this crazy ass industry that we love because his, their dad and his uncle have done it. You know, whether it was in Europe, whether it was back here, they kind of remind me a lot of Tomac, where John Tomac, Eli's dad, said, look, if you're looking to sign Eli and have a champion in a year, we're not your guy. And I can see them having that, the Volans, I can see them having the same conversation with Roger. Like, look, I mean, is it any surprise that they tried taking Volan, or excuse me, take Max over to Europe? getting to go fast on a 125. It was all part of a bigger, bigger plan that I don't think many of the listeners and the viewers watch. But, yeah, he got hurt over there and had to come back. Or I think COVID hit and he had to come back. But Max Bolin's going to be a force to be reckoned with. And this may surprise a lot of people. Max's dad could give two shits whether or not he comes out and wins this year. Talk to him in two years. Talk to him in two years. They expect him to win, and he will. But if he's got the opportunity, is he going to lay down? No. Is he going to ride over his head and yard dart himself? Absolutely not. Um, but raw speed, talent, finesse, the ability to read the track. Um, I say this is anytime anyone asks me about Max, every young kid needs to watch Max Lowen on how to ride a dirt bike. Hmm. He's unbelievable. He's bringing the Jeremy McGrath back. He's bringing back the durability of the M. Igris Stanton. Um, Max is good. But the cool part is he's not going to ride over his head. He's not worried about a contract. He's not worried about his future. It's a very systematic approach that his dad and his uncle have in place, and it's just come to fruition. I mean, I don't know if you guys watched it. Did you guys happen to watch the race at Loretta's in the 125 class? No. I watched the I watched the highlights and the the one they followed him around for a day. Unbelievable. Oh yeah. You know he gets he gets a mediocre start, and he's got the poise of fill in the blank. You know, a McGrath, a, a, an RC, a Stewart. Just he knows where he needs to go. He's thinking two turns ahead, very methodical, doesn't rush, and just walked right through Schoolboy, which is a pretty competitive class. I mean, it wasn't a, a laydown class, but by the end of the race, he's 8, 10, 12 seconds in front, but yet first lap he was in 12th. Yeah. You know, and don't hold me to that exact number. I'm just saying. The guy's got at what we refer to in the performance world as athletic poise. Mm-hmm. Right now, Cooper Webb has the athletic poise. Volan Max has that same thing when he's on the track. He's never rushing. He's very systematic. He's very calculated. And that's going to, in the back end of his career, sans injuries. You're going to be talking a lot about Max. Maybe not this year. 
he'll have some he'll be there but he's not going to be walking the dog like he will be in two years hmm. hands down i think he's going to come out swinging at paula he knows that track like the yep. back of his hand i think that i think it's gonna be very interesting i think that if he wants a kid another kid that if he gets a start knowing that track like he does and all the videos have been of him at paula it's going to be really interesting because you know he it's kind of like what we said with with Ferendis there last year you know, he rides that track all the time. He he knows where to make up time when it breaks down, when it gets square-edged. So I don't know. I don't really have a prediction for where he's going to be the entire year. But I do know those California rounds, <laughs> he's going to be up there. I, I just yeah. don't know where the rest of the year. I don't. And his cardio is not going to be an issue when we go east when it gets hot. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Some of these other guys are. But I, the California rounds, yeah, he's, he's going to be up there. He's going to be good. I just I don't really have a prediction from because I just – like Coach said, I don't think that they're putting a lot of emphasis on this year. No. Nope. So. Not at all. Okay. Uh, but he's fun to watch. So, next team I got on here, Gas Gas, and we're going to have fun fun. Gas Gas Monkey Monkey? Gas, yeah, Gas Gas Monkey Monkey. Fun, down, fun. down in the brown, brown, Pierce Brown. <laughs> hey, Pierce, man, stop, Pierce making, brown. stop making fun of Pierce. Pierce Brown's down in the brown, bro. Yeah, but when he's on two wheels, he's uh, he's forward. Okay, well, <laughs> when you're on two wheels and when you're down the brown, or a like you said, two different things, and b he's in the brown a lot. No, I don't think he can hander, handle <laughs> hander hander can I, hander. Oh, I'm half asleep. I don't think he can handle uh, Keith in his ear. No, or his mechanic. So <laughs> I don't either one. I don't know. I just think the system over there is whack. I think he's done after I this year with factory teams. As far as I, I think Pierce see. pulls out halfway into the season. With a mysterious injury. Maybe. No, I think so. I was going to say, I don't see a lot. He's going to be in the motos. That's what I have on Pierce Brown. Ceiling, eighth. Pulls out halfway in. Yeah. And Tyler Queef is pissed. Tyler Keefe is always pissed. Queef. <laughs> Whatever, man. He's Michael a- Mosman. Well, he might as well just go to Mosman. Mosman? Uh, hazard on the track. Hazard. He's a hazard. He's a hazard. He's going to piss more people uh, off. Well, you guys think he needs to put one of them slow moving? Or not, I think he needs to put like an orange cone. Yeah, yeah, the orange triangle, the yeah. hazard yeah. triangle. He's, yeah, and then the blinking light anytime he's around people. Here's my prediction for Mosman. Super, super fast, crashes a lot, pissing a lot of people off, and Jet's going to take him out. Yes. That's it. That's all I got for you. How many times does he get flipped off by Jet? 17 times. <laughs> 24 motos, 17 times he gets flipped nine off. Nine of them are in practice. I don't think either one of them will be anywhere near each other. No, I, I don't, don't think, think so either. either. I, but I think Mosman will be good. But I, I, all joking aside, everything I said, I seriously think that's how his season's going to go. I think his ceiling's top five. He's going to be super fast. He's going to crash a lot, and he's going to piss a lot of people off. Yeah, I don't see him doing a whole lot. You you guys think he'll be in top five though? Seriously? Oh, I don't. I don't. Travis I, does. I, I don't. Occasionally, I'd say eight to ten. Occasionally, but that's that's his high point I, of the year. I don't even think he'll be there because I think he's in a is crash. That at, is that at a finish line or after a good start? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually <laughs> that's when he gets lapped because he crashed five oh, times geez. in a moto. Yeah, but, I just I just don't see. I agree with you. I don't think he'll be close enough to Jet to have to let Jet know what he thinks about him. Um. I think Moseman, again, I hate to put him in the same category as Cooper. He's too much of a head case. Oh, he is. You know? Yeah. He's just too much of a head case, and I don't know what his family knows or is tight with TLG or whatever. I just don't – I'm very surprised that he was even retained for the position that he got. Um, he was on one of the easier coasts, in my opinion, so he got to look good. I mean, no disrespect because these guys are all faster than I'll ever want to be, but – you know, outside of those top four positions, if you look at the coast, it was essentially the only four factory bikes. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I'm not that blown away that he was the fourth place guy out of four factory bikes. 
uh, and that was on both coasts as well. But yeah, I, when we go outdoors, I personally don't see most of them being. I've even seen him in the top five. If he's there in the first turn, he won't be there at the finish line. That's for sure. I think because he's created some animosity with some people, that's going to hurt him. Yeah. And he's his own worst enemy. He's. I just hope he doesn't start to get the reputation of a freezy or something like that, because then they're going to start chopping him pretty quick. Well, maybe. Look, Jet's going to flip him off in the pits then. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> like Honda's or, parked or across a, from Gas yeah. Gas, and he's just standing there with <laughs> just his middle finger up. Finger. Yeah, yeah, just, just standing out there like, get off my lawn. Hey, Mike. <laughs> or I like his comment when people ride like squids. I just want to snap them in half. I love that comment. Yeah. That was awesome when he was on dirt shirts. I loved it. So he's just yeah, a, good he's, stuff. He's just a hazard man. Um, all right, last steel yeah. frame team here, Husky. So uh, R.J. Hampshire haven't seen him in a while because he got hurt. Shocking, right? That kid just breaks every time he hits the ground. Is he gonna? Is he gonna end out of the moon again like he did at WW? Oh, oh, I forgot that about that already. Oh, Although it's not, we're not going back horrible. to WW, so he doesn't, you know. Really? Yeah, not going back to WW. Does he make it through the whole outdoor yeah. season without getting hurt? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so where do you put him then? I, I see a couple of those weird random breakout rides that he has. I mean, like Red Buddy getting an over. He's going to go ninth to fourth and at least seven motos. <laughs> Jesus, good. that was very specific. <laughs> that was very specific. Uh, yeah, and he'll just get a random-ass moto win. I think if he's going to get a moto win anywhere, it'll be because we're going back to Bud's Creek. He's got good juju with Bud's Creek. Okay. Now, is he like a top five dude? Is that what you, you're you seeing out of him? Speed-wise, you could with say. that blue train, I t- it's pretty hard. Speed-wise, you could say RJ is top five all day long. I know that you're not the big RJ guy, but speed-wise, I don't think you can deny he is one of the fastest dudes in the world riding a 250. But yeah. he just he has a lot of stuff that he makes hard for himself. Yeah. yeah, Putting it together is a whole different story for RJ Hampshire. If he can put it together, I don't see why not he can't be top five, but I just I don't see it because he never has. I just don't is see this him who making he it is? the whole year. <laughs> this is who he is. I haven't said that in a while. No, you haven't. Um, I could see him being – I could see him getting at a podium, getting a moto win at Bud's. I stand by that because, like I said, he just has good juju with that place. But I think for the most part, I think RJ's just going to do what RJ does like every season. Be really, really fast at times and just head scratchers other times. I mean, that's what he's done essentially his entire career, right? Yeah, he just yep. – there's just a couple rides here and there that's awesome, and outside of that, he's just a dude. I just hope he doesn't, like I said, ragdoll himself from the moon. <laughs> I hope yeah, either. Um, uh, shoot, Jalik. Jalik. No, I don't want to talk about Jalik. I, I can't. Okay. I don't want to talk about Jalik. Skipping over Jalik. Uh, <laughs> does anybody know if Robertson's riding outdoors? Well, Coach, do you know? Is he hurt? Because we had the torn ACL, I thought. Okay. Yeah, I, I know that he's got the torn ACL. I have not seen any documentation that he actually got it fixed. Uh, but, you know, he bowed out of Supercross, and that usually is a good sign that they're going to try to get ready. I would say you see him try to start the first couple rounds, and then we'll find out real quick if he got it fixed or not. Yeah, it's, it's, be it's, that'll be go tough. ahead, excuse me. No, I was just going to say, that's going to be tough. That is a quick turnaround on an ACL. Yeah, got, that like yeah. Six, isn't that like six to eight oh, months? RJ, if he's on the RJ program or whatever he did to his ACL. Oh, you mean like getting injected? Yeah. Oh wait, sorry. Did I speak out of turn? My bad. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't Shit. Mean are we recording? I didn't mean that. Damn the red, it. Hey, the red, yeah. the red light's not on. <laughs> Actually, it is. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, those well, knee, and, knee injections do wonders. <laughs> well, and you, if, on the subject of Hampshire, if you bring him back into the fold just a little bit, his only goal this year is to do what Roxon did. Just finish one season for the first time. Yeah. yeah. And that will be probably the most valuable thing he could do for his career. Robertson. 
he is essentially, and I used to work with him and I love his parents to death. I love him. He's a great guy. So I'm not talking shit on him. Unfortunately, Robertson is a perfect example of what's wrong with the amateur motocross. Uh, you know, they, they yep. wear these kids out by the time they get there, they're just a piece of chewed up meat and it's bad. You know, bandage this, fix this, bandage that, fix this. Oh, well, you're not in the top five. So you're gone. I, I don't know why Jalik is getting re-signed other than he's a good starter. But his results are not warranted <laughs> of what he's getting. We could, we, could throw some, we could throw some things. Out oh, there I think we all kind of. I think we all kind of know. <laughs> I was. Yeah. I, I just started watching Narcos earlier. Cocaine. Really? What? Cocaine really? Wow. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, so yeah. yeah, that whole team. I mean, if Hampshire stays healthy, I think absolutely he could be up there. Jalik's a great starter. Um, if he could just About stay it. out of, you know, stay off the ground. And then Robertson, if, you know, if he's coming in as a lame duck and does he make it the whole season, that would be the question for all three of those riders, really. That's Ro- really the takeaway on Husky. Is Robertson's, Big deal, question. Is Robertson's deal up after this year? Dude. Yes. So he's That's off a lot the of team. doors open. So, yeah, so They'll switch him to gas gas, probably. Who do they have in the pipeline? The Husky? Yeah. On Hawkins, the Husky side, you've got uh, Ferry. Ferry. Hawkins and Ferry. Yeah, yeah, but Ferry's not till he's got he's not next year though. He's a year after, isn't he? Well, I mean, no. look at what they did with Jalik and Jordan yeah. Bailey and all those guys. I mean, yeah, they yeah. pulled they, them up pretty damn quick. Yeah, they ruined both See, of those kids. See, that's what's wrong careers. with the amateur program. Yeah, is, you know, these kids are making a shitload of money, and eventually, it's like, hey, we've got money invested, and we have a hole. You get shoved up to the pros, and you know, Plug sink or swim. That you're going to get. Let's that's follow. It. The, we need. They need to follow the way Levi Kitchen did, and I know that'll never happen. They're not going to wait till a kid's twenty, but he's a perfect example. Yep. I wonder how much those kids are putting down. Money well, I already told you the whole Jordan Bailey thing, like that was going on at Husky when he was there. What? But I don't know about sw- I don't know about Jaleek. Well, was, yeah, I haven't heard the Bailey one. What was he making? Remember when I told you about the whole what you know certain person was on that team when he was on there? A couple, you know, three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, yeah, three hundred k. Yeah, it's wild so, to me they pay these kids three hundred k who come in and have like no this is pro- per year. Or that's just their first year of the pro contract. That was the year that said person was on that team. So that was twenty eighteen. We are really oh. tiptoeing around shit here. I can't. I just. I, you know that I can't blow this person out. Same way with. I mean, it's different I will for in coach. The comments, comment down it's, below. It's I'll different blow for it coach. Yeah. It's I different for care. coach. Why he doesn't say things, but for me, I can't say it because I don't want to. You know that one dude that comments on all our videos is going to comment down below and te- and blow it out too. So yeah. Oh, anyways. Everything. Now let's let's move on from that. I. I all right. All right. My bad. No, it's fine. I just. It's like I said, it's not the same thing for me as it is with coach, but like I don't like to talk about that stuff on air just just in case. I'll talk about whatever. I don't give a fuck. So, cool. <laughs> Jesus. God. <laughs> Anyways, you There's son of a bitch. zero filter over here. I don't yeah, we shit. know. I'll say yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. He doesn't, he doesn't so, care. So, hey, before you, before you move on that, think about this. Think about how unstable the Husky program is. Jaleek Hampshire and Robertson. Look at Gas Gas with Pierce Brown and Moseman. And how many guys do we know? I mean, I'm thinking of one, Alex Martin. What would he do on a factory Husky? Yeah, no shit. The Husky, the Husky, Podiums all day really, long. realistically, Husky, KTM, and Gas Gas should show you everything that is wrong with the amateur program and well, why it needs to fucking change. We ha- we don't know the KTM side, though, because this is the first time they've done the 250 thing in a while. And if Volan plant pans out, yeah, but they're Volan doing was it gonna, right. Vol- okay, yeah. but Volan's one of those... One of those that was going to pan out, hey, no matter what. As long as they don't sign Hayden Deegan, we're all good. I think you're well, going to be surprised. God, who? Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt your train of thought there. Well, so because so Deegan was on. 
He was on. He was with Jace. Gypsy Tales, yeah. yes. And then the kid got on there too, and the kid made the comment about, "Hey, yeah, like, wh- like if we want, it's like them and Star." Yeah, he's like, "We want to, you know, we want to get to a factory team. We don't want to do our own thing," which is a little weird to me because they could pull down so much more money. They do pull their a lot doing thing. their own thing. I just like, don't believe the hype. Like he could probably make four fifty money in two fifties with what they're doing. Now, at the same time, I understand. Dad's building this whole empire around oh, these kids and yeah. brands and stuff. And at some point, Dad's like, "Dude, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. So get your ass where you can get support, so I can be done with it." You know, but yeah, but yeah. So yeah, I think he will probably be one that you'll see on a orange bike. I don't think it's gonna work. But anyway, he's either gonna go to orange bike or he's gonna go to star. I just don't think the whole Hayden Deegan thing, as far as racing, is gonna work out. Results was yeah results. Think, I think all those you stuff. You think he should spend on a silver spoon too much? I, I do, and that's nothing against him. I really like Brian Deegan. I think as far as like the way he goes about business, I think he's smart. he's somebody people should look at. Done some smart moves. Yeah, over there. yeah. But as far as Hayden Deegan results, like yes, he has won championships, but Evan Ferry also has been whooping on him the last couple times that they raced, and that's and obviously Evan Ferry is going to have a really good career, but. Like Hayden, everybody's looking at Hayden as like this next big thing, and it's like, well, no, not really. Like, he hasn't been racing, and, you, and even Casey Cochran was beating him. Yeah, and you just hit on something that I think people are missing the bigger picture of. Let's go back to, to Max for just a moment. Who does Max, same team, just, to, well, I said that incorrectly. Think about who's the team owner, team manager, rather, for Max Fullman. Put that guy's name in your head. Who was the last guy that he pulled out from the amateur ranks straight into a pro contract that nobody really trusted? Goldenrod. <laughs> so if, if you look at if you look at Roger DeCoster pulling Gunji out, and everyone's like, "Who?" When he went to Suzuki. Yep. And you yeah. look at them pulling Max from a 125 to a 250 program. Just let that sink in for a while. Yep. Which is why I so don't think he'll pull Hayden. And that's why I have to agree with you 100. percent then he'll go to star. No, oh, that's fine. That well, that no. I, yeah. I and here's the reason I say that. I have no inside knowledge of this. I haven't heard anything. There, no one's talking about this. The monster tie. Yeah. That's why I think he goes to star. There. That'd be a better fit for him. Yeah. I think it would. Yeah. I just don't uh, think he, he goes would. anywhere. There's a monster claw. I just don't think he would work out at KTM. I just don't. I know that's what he's riding right now, but I just don't think he would work out. Yeah. So. Well, think about it. the only reason why he's riding for them right now is a. It's the fastest eighty-five out of the box. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's no. I mean, Team Green. Team Green's program is essentially falling apart at the seams. Suzuki doesn't exist anymore. Yamaha, you know, they've got. I'm, I'm biased because I work with Logan Best and they have them. But even that program, I mean, is is Rock River their amateur program? There's a new guy that's out there. He says that he's the new program. I don't know. I don't even talk that business side with the Best family. All I'm saying is, when we say KTM, you go Orange Brigade. When you say Yamaha, you go. Uh, uh, I don't know what to do with my hands. You Bob know, Suzuki doesn't truck. exist. Yeah. <laughs> so you put those things together, and I think Deegan's on a KTM right now because it's really the only established amateur 85 program that really has some merit to it. Yep. So is that, is that why they're on KTM? Probably so. Does that mean when they go pro, he's going to stay there? I wouldn't think so. And like it goes back to what we said at the beginning of the show. You're back to sport uh, energy drinks driving the machine, and I would agree. He's monster. You won't see him going to KTM. That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep. And they are because I mean, even they're even doing like the 
the photo shoots and the video shoots. They built like that. I was watching one of his blogs Lord. the other day, the Supercross finish line had yeah. Tomac and Mookie and everybody out there sexting. So, yeah. Well, and, and the daughter on the NASCAR side is a full monster. Yeah. Well, even, well, even Huxon, the, the little brother, has a, has a following. Yeah. And I don't know how good he is. I don't watch any of the Deegan stuff, but like when a kid on a 65 just jumping on an 85 has a following, like that tells you something about their brand marketing. Yeah. 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 So. so, all right. We got two more teams here. So, Cole, you can pick. You want to talk about green bikes or red bikes first? I, uh, I'm going to go with the giant question mark, the guy that I don't really have any comment for and that none of us really like, Fortner. Okay, so we're going to green bikes. So we're going, we're going to PC to green bikes next. Because the other guy on that team I think is going to surprise some people. Well, there, <sighs> okay. Ooh, ooh, well, there's two guys in mind on that team, but anyways. Well, let's just start with Fortner here. First off, I don't know if he can stay healthy. Make it through a whole season. Make it through a whole season. RJ Hampshire. I, I, I don't think, think he can get through the season without pissing somebody off. I think he's a fucking head case, to be really honest with you. I I really Dude, it, go, it all goes back to the girl. I'm a bit a- advocate of this. Bingo. It all goes back to that chick. Right there. Here's the thing. If he can stay healthy, we know he has the speed to run up front. It's just I don't know if he's even healthy. Like who know does I don't know does anybody really know if he's healthy? I I heard who do he, he did an interview with somebody. I listened to it. He's healthy. I think he is the biggest question mark out of anybody that's because I mean. we we haven't seen him race outdoors since 2018. Yeah. Like, that's a long time to not see a factory 250 guy ride outdoors. I, do, I don't see him winning, like, maybe maybe some moto here and there. I think I he'll don't see him winning a lot, to be I, really honest with you. I think he'll win some motos, but I just don't know because, like I said, we have not seen him race outdoors since 2018. Right. And if anybody, if you remember back to that season, it started off pretty decent and ended terribly. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what his issue was at the end of the season, but it just something was going wrong with him. I think he's going to be very frustrated because there's going to be a lot of people that are a lot faster than him. See, yeah. that I disagree with that comment. I don't think that other than Jeremy, I don't think that a, these other guys are a lot faster than him. I just don't think, I think they're no. fast enough to get in his head. Oh, and he's like, oh, no. shit, I'm not what I was. He's going to ride outdoors? over his head. I think him and the Lawrence brothers on a good day are the same speed outdoors. Wow, I highly disagree with that, but continue D- on with your stupid segment here. See, you, but you got <laughs> see, that's a, see, but this is this is my point, though. We haven't seen him in a long time, so it's easy to forget how good he was outdoors. You do for you do remember he's won he won as a rookie, right? Yeah. Yeah. He won as a rookie, he's won motos, he's been top three in points. Like it's because he's been gone for so long and we talk about this all the time. We have very short memories in this industry. It's we, something that's so very annoying. So we cannot forget that he is I almost think he's better outdoors than he is supercross, which is crazy to say. But we forget how good he was his first three seasons as an outdoor as an I, outdoor guy. I mean, I see, I see, our, I see your short memory comment, and I I battle back at that with he's not rode outdoors for two years, and that's and why we I, see this all the time. If you got if a guy is off the bike yeah. because of injuries, but he was riding outdoors though, then you're not. Yeah, but there's a big difference between that practice of course. track and that racetrack. Of course, I I completely too. agree. But see, that's where it comes into. I don't disagree with where I don't I do believe he can win races, but I don't think it's gonna be consistently because he's been away from outdoors for so okay. long. Yep. But if we're talking speed to speed, I think that Jeremy is the only definitive person that's faster than him. Yeah. I think that you throw him, the Lawrence brothers, I think they're all the same. I just don't know because like I said, we have not seen him race an outdoor season. And even in twenty eighteen, I don't think he finished every moto. Yeah. So I think he's gonna be he's just gonna do what he does in Supercross. He's gonna be really, really fast. But then he's going to have those moments where you go, what were you doing, dude? Like, what were you doing? 
Yeah. Think about think about how frustrating it must be to be Forkner right now because if he had the two seasons that we were just talking about that were abysmal, if those were not even like stellar, if those were just consistent, he'd be the absolute shoe in for Tomac's position to oh, fill easy. next to AC all day long. Easy. I mean, good so if, you're a, if you're a moto dad listening to the show, back the fuck off and let your kid grow and build durability and stay in it versus being a super fast splash in the pan. And now Fortner probably is going to miss that 450 opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yep. hundred percent. Crazy. I just, crazy. I, like I said, I don't know where to put him because I don't know how he's going to go about this season. I, I just don't, because yep. like I said, he has not raced it since 2018. You know, is his cardio going to be there? Once again, we haven't seen him do 35 minute motos in a battle in a long time. So I'll put it, I'll put it yeah. there. I, it's not going to surprise me if he wins. It's not going to surprise me if he's on the box at any given point. Um, I think seeing him in the top five, I think is, is almost like a guarantee. And I speed wise. Yes. And I don't see unless he wads his shit crashes which out type deal, a chance which every time he's on track, every time he touches a bike is a thing. I don't see him being outside the top 10, really. No, I don't either, because his speed alone, it, just for that alone. Yeah. Like, he can mail it in, if he, even if he's fading, yeah. and get an eighth place. Yep. Now, yep. next up, does anybody know, Coach, we kind of talked about this before we started recording. Do you have any idea, is uh, is uh, Smith hurt? Is he going to ride Jordan Smith? Is Do you, do you know anything about him? Uh, I haven't heard a peep, and it's actually – when I think about the entire PC team, he's the only one that I have a question mark beside because we saw early on in Supercross, he's as fast or faster than anyone else on the team. Yeah. But not to beat a you know, redundant horse here, same question mark on J-Mart, same question mark on, on, on it, it, these guys. We know Smith is fast, but he's very <laughs> fragile. Yep. And he's been that way since he turned pro. So I haven't heard a definitive uh, while we're talking. Let me put a couple of text messages out. Oh, let me God, see if I, I can get it. an answer on that. I love it. Breaking news. On I love this it. Show, Breaking man. news. This is why we like coach. I'm what? just kidding. He's a really nice guy. I really like him yeah, a lot. Yeah, there's a lot more to him than that. Wow. And coach is off the line. Anyway. Um, okay. So, um, all right, let's go to uh, – so is McAdoo going to stay off the ground no, or is he going to no, Superman no. wad himself up again and All then the just time. get up and finish the race? And- whackers is going to Whackers. <laughs> whackers is going to Whackers. Oh, that's quality. I do give him a lot of credit for lining back up. Though. I do too. Top five guy though, right? No. You don't think so? No. Really? No. Nope. Nope. Oh. Okay, Cole, nope. you got a comment for that, or how's that phone doing over there? All right, so this, this phone's great. All right, so um, hold on before before you make a comment, Cole, because I know you're probably going to disagree with me. But let's just go down the line of people that you just said top five. Okay, so Jet and Hunter, that's two. Yep. Jeremy, yeah. Levi Kitchen, yep. He's not faster than R.J. Hampshire. He's not faster than Forkner. You don't think he's faster than R.J. Hampshire? No, I don't. W- when has he proven that he's faster I'd than R.J.? Like Are you talking about level. Magadu? Yeah, I put them uh, on the no. same level. When is, okay, so and we and I and there's two other guys on the team that I don't think he's faster than either. That he's going to beat. Okay. Okay, so right there, he's automatically out of the top five. Right there. All right. And then if we talk about if we think his Thrasher is going to be Nate Thrasher, so he's like, a top ten guy. He's top ten. All right. I don't think he's anywhere near top five. And I don't dislike McAdoo. You know, I, I do because I talked about him when he went. I like McAdoo. I just he he's got to start learning how to ride with his brain a little bit more than his heart. Well, you know, that's a thing, too. That's always a thing. So anyway, sorry, Cole. Go ahead. What were you <laughs> oh, no, I that's it. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about Cole's McAdoo either. Sleep over here, wow. Man. Did you, you, didn't take a nap? you didn't even say anything. 
Yeah, I'm just out on McAdoo. Like, oh, I, okay. I don't really care what he does, honestly. He, <laughs> all right, I'll go so far as to say this. He is the least performing guy on his own team. I have to disagree with that. No, here it comes. Oh, I boy. know what he. I know. What yeah, I know what you're gonna do, and then we're gonna get into. Where are we going here? We're gonna get into Seth Hamaker path and Epstein Bar. Look, <laughs> the guy on the phone is gonna agree with me. Okay, I understand that, but I just I I'm a I Seth Hamaker believer. I don't think he makes it through the whole season. Okay, he's gonna get, dude. He's gonna get wore out again. He's gonna get a flare up. He had a great Supercross season. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Great Supercross. Won a race on the box. Awesome. Cool. Great outdoors. He's going to get wore out, he's going to get a flare-up, and he's going to be out by the middle of the season. Coach, back me up on this. (laughs) 100% agree. And all you've got to do is look at the last Supercross race. You know, Hunter Lawrence goes down, gets up, and still comes charging all the way to the front. Um, I just, unfortunately, it's a different animal when we go outdoors. 35 minutes, one-hour break, 35 minutes. 16 weekends in a row, a lot of travel grind, hot temperatures. Uh, don't see Handmaker going the distance. Um, I do see McAdoo on the other side. I do see him being a contender. I think he's learned a lot the hard way, knocking his head around. Um, and I think Shimoda's got a lot to prove in regards to he wants to be the big dog on this team and prove to Mitch that he needs to stay there. And I think he'll even go out of his way to try to fight Forkner. But um, when it comes to, to Handmaker, I don't see him being able to go to distance. Epstein Bar is not something that you can run and hide from. And let's face it, when you're racing Supercross, 15 minutes, low ambient air temperature, low humidity. Your airport is about 20 minutes from the racetrack. There's just too many things. And if you look at the results, any time that Seth, with the exception of that first round where he got the whole shot, took off, did really, really well. Most of his podiums were not because he raced into that podium position, but rather people went down. And again, you got to be in it to win it. But when you go outdoors, you can't run and hide in those types of mistakes. Uh, not that he made the mistake, he capitalized on others' mistakes. But you got to remember, we have both coasts running. You've got full teams on the starting gate. I don't, I don't see that him being a contender. I do see McAdoo being up there uh, more in the top ten. That's just my personal opinion. I think he's going to learn to settle some things down because he saw that he could settle things down and still be competitive without riding that ragged edge. Um, and I, you know, going back to like Forkner, it's just a big question mark. If he could just stay on two wheels, I know everybody says it, but this will, this will literally be the year that Forkner either does it and continues to race professionally or doesn't do it and immediately goes to a second tier team. It's that much of a linchpin for Forkner. Handmaker's okay. He's got another year on his contract. This will be the first outdoor season that Handmaker's gone through. I see Handmaker being the guy that's just going to try to make it to the end and probably won't be able to do so. And I like the guy. I love the guy. Great guy. Great family. But you can't do it with Epstein Barr floating around. Not because he's starting a rumor. He posted it at first on on Racer X. When you've got it, it doesn't go away. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, let's just jump right into Joe then. I actually think Joe is going to be the highest performing person on the team. I do too. And that's just because he's going to consistently top five every fucking moto. You're going to get what he's got every time. Yep. I think he's going to be he's going to be very, very good. And I, I just don't always think it's going to be because of speed. It's going to be kind of like in Supercross. I think he's just so freaking consistent. Yeah. He's 
to a lesser extent, he's going to do what Dungey did. He's just going to just about to say that he's, he's going to either pony the yeah, shit out of him. He's going to Dungey the hell out of everybody. He's going to be fifth here, third there, seventh there, fourth there, fifth here. He's never really unless his bike just grenades for some random reason. I don't really see Joe ever having a bad moto outdoors. No. I just don't. I think that he's solid, man. And that that last year too. And he's so much better on that cowie. It's allowed him to move around a little bit more, not be so hunched over. A little more power. Yeah, I I think that Joe is going to be really, really good, which will be honestly a really cool story. Shimoda. I think I would not surprise me at all to see him top three in the points at the end of the year. I could just because of the consistency. I would not argue that. I don't, I don't think it's going to be because of wins and stuff like that. No, I don't. I don't Just even know guys having injury, injuries and all that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he wins a moto. I don't either. There's but, too many other dudes yeah. that have so much speed that it was. It would take all of them having problems at yeah. the same time for him to win a moto. But I do see. Yes, I completely agree with you. Consistency, top fives all the way right into a podium another, and another the, another contract. Yeah, another contract of uh, an actual salary paying contract. Yeah, his his fitness is not going to let him do it. Yeah. Wait, his fitness isn't going to let him do it? So you don't think he's going to be good outdoors? Or exactly. What? Ah, exactly. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, talking, talking to some people behind the scenes, he doesn't he doesn't want to put in the sweat equity off the bike. Oh, wow. And it's going to be it's going to be disappointing because he's had a great Supercross season, and I think he'll start the season strong. Um, but from what I've heard, it's like pulling teeth to get him to do much off the bike. And I think when we go outdoors, I don't think I don't think it, we all know it. You cannot run from fitness when we hit outdoors. Yeah. And, you know, I love Mookie. He's a funny guy. He's fun to be around. Mookie's a perfect example. You can be out of shape and still win races. You can, Not win races, but you got a third, you know. But when you're 20 minutes indoors, you're on a factory bike with phenomenal suspension. If you've got timing like Mookie, you can land the backsides of the jumps. You're faster than fast in the whoops. You don't really have to be fit. Yeah. And unfortunately, when we go outdoors, when you look at this team, this is where I think Forkner will get the upper hand on the whole team because he's had a couple summers of doing a whole series. He knows what the grind is all about. Jordan Smith, he knows what the grind is about if he comes out healthy. Shimoda, not willing to do the work. Handmaker, being behind the eight ball with the Epstein bar. McAdoo, he knows what needs to be done. Like we said, if he can learn from his crazy-ass antics on Supercross, I think McAdoo may be the one that would be right there nipping at Forkner's hmm. consistency when we get to the end of the season. That's well, Coach just made us all look stupid. Never mind. We're all wrong. <laughs> no, I take yeah, all that's why everybody has their own insight, though. Uh, say, oh, completely, completely different opinion, which is good. Great. At least we're not just all well, sitting here jerking saying. each other Sh- off. Well, I think Shimoda can come out. You know, he's got a lot. Of, he's on that super cross high. Like you say, it's a contract year. It's, and we could do this show over again three rounds in. And that's when we're really going to see where the dust starts to settle in because it's okay when everybody's excited to go outdoors. Uh, you have the Supercross high going on. Everybody's, you know, but when you get that grind starts to settle in, that's what should have been done six months ago isn't done. And now you can't build fitness in the month of June and July. At that point, what you didn't do back in November, December, is going to be just, it's going to be like a tattoo on the back of your shoulders. You're going to have to wear it. And unfortunately, this is one of the things that I have a disdain with the pro riders. When they start getting into these three, four hundred thousand dollar a year contracts, it is hard as hell to get them to do the work off the bike. What do they rely on? The equipment. That's what makes it very difficult. And by the way, just for somebody who may be new to your show and maybe hearing me for the first time, Handmaker didn't do anything wrong. 
Okay. You've got to remember him is a byproduct of where he's ridden and where he's gone and done things. So it's not that him he's, I would say the antithesis of Shimoda him is willing to do all the work to the point that certain people weren't willing to take the time to look at certain indicators. And unfortunately it put him over that, that very, very sensitive edge where you have somebody on the other side and Shimoda may make me look like a fool and maybe he's not overtrained and comes in and has the, like the perfect summer of the year. We won't really know. That's why this teasing. We could do this show three rounds in, and it, the narrative would be completely different because you're starting to already see the effects of Supercross, and now three to four weeks of outdoors. That's when it's just going to take a shape of its own. I mean, we're, we all know the results of Supercross, but how many guys didn't make the distance in Supercross? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That attrition rate is crazy, and, and gets, we're going outdoors. It's higher it outdoors. Oh, and, we're, and, we'll, and we'll know right starting of the third round because there's three rounds in a row. It goes from yes. High Point to Southwick to Redbud, and at that time yep. of the year, it's going to be hot for every one of those rounds. So yep. we'll know right exactly away right. who's in and who's out. So, Yep. All right. Final team here, boys. Biggest hype around any 250 squad. These fucking Hunter brothers. Hype Honda. <laughs> these Hunter brothers. These Hunter brothers. These <laughs> These the red jet, Hondas. These Hunter Hunters and Jet Hunters. These, they're, they're fu- oh boy. Duh, they're gonna have more fun than everybody. Yeah. These yeah. are my, these are my backup picks. If J Mark gets hurt, one of these two will win so, the outdoor title. If J Mark gets hurt. But the thing is, is which one's gonna be better performing? Because you know which one I'm gonna say. I don't know, man. I got. I think I got to take the older brother outdoors. Hunter with. I I know I said that the year or two before, but the way his Supercross season went and how yeah, different he looked, and more company he, he was look great. Look and I, dumb. it's a hard argue, but uh, I'm staying with the kid. The Jet still Jet. got. Jet still has to prove a lot of stuff outdoors. I know that he coming off that one moto win, everybody blew everybody's wig back. But let's look at how the rest of his season went. He was really good. We knew his speed was there. Yeah. But look at how most of his motos went. It was pretty much always the same thing. He kind of dropped anchor at 25 minutes. Maybe. But we're a new year. We're a new year. But. New team. Okay. Red new Bull year, new juice. But you new can, Red Bull gives you wings. <laughs> Did you say new juice? Are you yeah, hidden? probably. Anyways. Um, but, okay, so he got three wins. Yeah. That's different. Yep. But how the rest of his season go in Supercross? Same Jet Lawrence from his rookie year. Yeah. Okay. So what makes you think it's going to be different outdoors? I don't know. I got a feeling. And, and that's gold, a great thing. And that's, jets coming and, through and that's here, a great baby. thing about doing shows like that. Like Coach has said many times, we all have different opinions. We can all look ahead. Plus, I heard he's flying at the he, test track. But they always say that. Flying. I, Multiple <laughs> seconds faster dude, than I was fucking dudes. flying at Ziggler the other day. Yeah. Well, I mean, I fly there too, but we ride there a lot. Oh, yeah. you fly there? I fly there. Do you? you I, f- I'm pretty good. Okay, anyway. Let's get back to... I haven't been there this year, but I'm pretty good. Anyways. Uh, I can I, ride the A-class there. No, you can't. Yes, I can. He really? got kicked out. I I, oh, I literally cannot ride the, the C-class because I'm like... And that's a personal thing, but I can't ride the C-class there because I'm, hey, I'm sorry. too what? fast. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> to shit roll over his chest, dude. Just <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay. So you think you think Jet's going to... I'm on the Jet train still. Can't get me off that train. That I think they're going to be. I think I they're going to be really yet. good, man. But I think that Hunter most of the season is going to outperform Jet. I just really do. Hunter's going to be really good when we get back over to some East Coast dirt. Well, and once again, he, and we last time we had Coach on talking about you know cannibalize. He's not. He's not doing that anymore. No. And that's the thing is, is what was all the hype around him when he came over here? Yeah. Outdoors. Yeah. What was he doing outdoors? 
Well, he just proved everybody wrong that he can make it through a Supercross season and do better than even I expected. Yes. He's coming in healthy. His, his diet is good. How many boobs do you think Jet signs this year for outdoors? That was real off, the, off your topic. That's Jesus. a good handoff. And it, really, it's a handoff? I guess. <laughs> Anyways, Cole, because you're, <laughs> you're the only serious one at this table next to me anymore. That was a serious question. That was not a. That was a stupid question. That was not a stupid. Uh, I bet he signs a lot. When we honest. have Coach on here, you be professional. God dang it! Coach is wondering <laughs> the same thing. Okay, <laughs> Coach may be a professional. He's still a dude. He's wondering the same Anyways. thing. Anyways, how many sets of boobs do you think he signs right. this year? Answer oh, the question. Fifty-five. Sixty-nine. <laughs> Sixty-nine. <laughs> I like that answer. Six. There we go. Okay. Oh, okay. Now answer. we get back. Now oh. we get back to the moto stuff. So oh anyway, God. No, I, I'm still on the jet train, dude. I think he just has it. Okay. Just a feeling. Because like mean, I said, the proven part is not there yet. I mean, Hunter Hunter has the the bulldog mentality more, okay? So it's going to carry him through. But Jet is still young enough. He's got that stupid kid spunk, mm-hmm. we'll call it. And so he is going to... But let's not forget Hunter still is a kid, too. He's only 20. Yeah, Hunter's not that old, but Hunter's older. He's old, older than older, Jet, yes. Older enough than Jet. That was terrible English. Older, older, older enough? Older enough. Older in age. It's just... Yeah, I but I don't know, man. I just think that 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 kid spunk of Jet is still going to carry him just slightly better than his than his brother outdoors. What do you think, coach? Oh. I'm sorry. You think Jet will be better than Hunter? I do. That was Travis, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I I'll have I have to politely disagree. I think, you know. First off, you, you don't have to be you, polite. Hey, we finally get off. another well, tally on this side of the God, day. I love it. <laughs> No, but think about it. You know, this is such a cool story because Jet only got the opportunity here in the States because of his brother's proudness at the MXGPs and all of the championships that he did. Now, Hunter, I think, did a better job, and I say better very cautiously, maybe a quicker job of adapting to the American lifestyle where Hunter, he's a little bit more, he needs to make sure every T is crossed and I is dotted. Where Hunter is a little more systematic, Jet's a little bit renegade, kind of, you know, he's just kind of walking to his own beat. And I think that allowed him to kind of get a little bit of a jump on Hunter. But like what was mentioned earlier, you look at Hunter's, this is the best Supercross season he's had yet. And I think Hunter, no disrespect to the Honda, I think Hunter is getting a little bit more in tune with the Honda. I think the Honda's under his horsepower desires and he's trying to make it work. But when we go outdoors, that's where Hunter shines. And I think when it comes to the grind of the season, when it comes to the consistency of motos back-to-back with a one-hour break, I think you're going to see Hunter really shine when it comes to the difference between these two guys. Will Jet be fun to watch? Yes. Will he beat his brother Hunter? No. <laughs> God, I love it. There it is. I hey, love it. The end of the Sign season. stamp We're sealed. We're all coming Sign back on the show. Delivered. And I'm just, who is the title? I'm, I'm getting Jet on, too, and he's going to flip the bird all through. You're never going to get <laughs> You're never gonna get Jet to go on this if show. If we ever get, yeah. If Jet ever How much you paying him? <laughs> Look. Okay, he's now, not Weege. If we're paying, he's not saying. It's conversation right? already. Saying. Okay, anyway. Anyway. Hey, we got to dream big, though, right? <laughs> we can. We can dream big. Hey. Whatever, guys. Look, I'll flip you the bird myself. Then you're send good at a, that. Send a picture to Jet. <laughs> yeah, be yeah, just what, fine. All whatever, right. whatever, man. Hey, send him a donut. Oh, hey, you got to think Gold big. I, I never thought we'd have a guy like Coach Rob I chatting know. with us. God, I was just saying, I made that happen. So here we are. You guys are awesome. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna be polite oh, now. Okay, so championship picks here. It, 
Is there any of us that don't think it's J-Mart? <laughs> Does any... Oh, boy. Oh, Justin, you raised your hand. I did. But kind of like not really? Like you're not sure? Uh, it all depends on a shoulder for me. Hunter's gonna I win. think we have to make a list of injuries and non-injuries. And I know that's lame, but I think if we go with there's going to be injuries, I think you have to come, you have to come up with a completely different list. Have yeah. to. I, I because think if, if, if we're all in agreement that if, if J Mart's healthy, we're all like, yep, he's got it. Yep. Yeah. If we're saying he's not, what are we saying? Yeah, I, his his injury scares me, and I'll just come right out. His injury scares me. So if I had to make a life changing decision, I would lean toward uh, Hunter. Hunter. Hunter's going to win the championship. Yeah, I'd love to see J Mart do it, but. I just because that oh, shoulder that shoulder think, just worries me. You so think Hunter is going to win the championship no matter what, though, right? Well, That's this why is going you off your hand like a little this, girl. This like, is oh, going. This is going off the, the yes. injury thing. Look, like like we just like Coach just said. Like if 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 with the injury thing, but if Jay Mart is healthy, he's my pick all day long. But because we don't know, because of the that because of the variables that we have thrown at us, yes, Hunter Lawrence. I, I think it. Hunter. I think Hunter wins this championship. I do. I have to agree. Well, that means with what I just said, I have to go to Jeff. Another tally for the side. God, I love it. I love it. Woody Woodpecker looking ass over there. Woody Woodpecker looking? (laughs) You've been been punched in the mouth for talking too much on a show? It's about to happen. Look at his hair, dude. He looks like he's on the side of RC's Honda. Did you just say Woody Woodpecker looking ass? You look like you're on the side of Ricky's Honda, dude. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, I think think Hunter Hunter wins his championship. I do. Well, see, I I would like to say Hunter too, but then that's gonna contradict my Jet saying. Not really, though, too. because you you think Jet's gonna be better, but that just does that doesn't mean through a tire season. You could uh, mean okay. races. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then in that case, yeah. Then I'm on the Hunter train too. Because let's ah, be real. Look at that. Because let's be real. In all, in all honesty, let's. I be, say it was gonna be awesome. I just said Jet was gonna be better. In all honesty, let's be real. If you're gonna even being a Jet fanatic that you are, because yes. I could say you are a Jet fanatic, even if you think he's gonna be he's gonna have better moments than Hunter. If it came down to it and somebody asked you, who do you think is going to crash less? You Hunter, have... Hunter is going to crash less. Exactly. Yes. And that's the thing is, is we know that you have to make it every round where I think that's the – if people are picking between Jet and Hunter, they're going to pick Hunter because, let's be real, Jet's going to be the one that's going to crash before Hunter. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, I think Hunter wins this championship. God, it's going to be good to see that Honda back up on the podium. Yep, there and then it. it's going away. Yeah, well, that's the thing too. So, anything else anybody wants to talk about? Are you doing two lists? Because I've got, oh if boy. there's no injuries, I have J-Mart. If there's injuries, I've got Hunter. What says what says you? Yeah, yeah I think yeah, we're all much pretty right much on, on the, that same on train. The money with us, yeah. yep. Okay. There, you, would, you would be hard-pressed to well, really point to anybody uh, else other than that at this right, point. Then I, have a, then I have a question then, since we're kind of in agreement on, on both things. Whether they're hurt or not, we kind of all agree it's probably going to be those three for the most part. Yeah. No matter what. Who's gonna be the guy that could get in there and mix it up? Nichols. That's just gonna come out of nowhere. No, 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 no. Not even, not even that. Not even that. A guy. If we're talking, those are the three championship contenders. Who is the guy that's going to could get in there and mix it up and take one of them off? Nichols. That, you think Nichols? Yep. What do you think? Cole? Wow, you're confident. Athletic. Who did you mature? Who'd you guys have for? Who'd you guys have for the top three? I missed that. I have. I, I have J Mart. I have J Mart, Hunter, and Jet. Pretty yeah. much. Yep. Okay. And then I've got Nichols really mixing it up in there. So so that kind of leads to, like, who's going to be your biggest surprise and then who's going to be your biggest letdown kind of thing? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Okay. Then in that case. So are we each, 
are we each doing our predictions first with injuries or no injuries? Just want to make sure I'm on the same page with you. I I would go no injuries. I was going to say, I think we all kind of agreed, including you, that with with no injuries... It's J-Mart. It's J-Mart. With injuries, I, it's... It's uh, Hunter. Hunter. Are you guys going top three or just overall? Just overall right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Go ahead. Okay. Just want to make sure I was on the same page. Sorry yep. about that. Nope. nope. You're nope. okay. And then, and then for biggest surprise of the year here out of everyone, dude, I'm going with Max Volan. Okay. I think he's sold, gonna, huh? I think he's going to surprise a lot of people outdoors here. Yep. Uh, you go. I got to think about this one a little bit. Coach, well, I don't think you can go. I don't think you can go with anyone but Bolin because we've seen everybody else race. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. You know, we do, he's only he's the only unknown because none of us would be surprised if Jet got on a rampage, Hunter got on a rampage, hell, even if Hampshire got on a rampage, none of us would be surprised. Yep. But I do think the guy that will consistently shake it up will be Nichols as well. I would have to agree. Um, I think when we get on the surprise side, I would have to concur with Nolan because I just think he's going to be fun as heck to watch. I think he's going to be a blast. Yeah. I think the – I think – Oh, go ahead, Coach. Pardon me. I was just going to say it would be Volan or Jet because Jet's either going to be like spectacular winning or spectacularly yard guarding himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's I, your two guys to watch, really, is going to be Volan and Jet. I, I think that the guy that's going to be – to my first question that's going to get in there and mix it up with Hunter, Jet, and, and J-Mart – that could maybe take one of them off, man. I, I, I honestly, I think it's RJ. I do, because really? I, yeah, I do. Mm. I, I really do, Switch and I know it. that. I think that kind of goes against my five to eight comment, but he's the only guy that I could look at that speed wise on a good day. Take J Mart off of it, so Jet and Hunter that is with those guys. Now, as far as surprise, I think that Coach is correct that the Volan because yeah, he's yeah. really the only. But I would have to stay with who I've been picking the entire time, and I think that's Levi Kitchen. Solely right. because, like he is, he is a rookie, just like Voland is. I know that there's more information, I guess, around him, even though he hasn't raced technically a pro race yet. Yeah, but because all the hype he's been getting, but it's got to be one of those two. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think this season because there's so many people coming in hurt, we don't really know where everybody's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I still believe that if Kitchen comes out and wins the first round. Or even if Volan is out there leading for 25, 30 minutes or whatever, and then whatever happens, it's not going to surprise me. But nope. who, who, who do you think? Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, – I think Kitchen will be the biggest surprise to people. Okay. I just really like his, uh, his riding style. It just mm-hmm. seems really efficient to me. Yep. Um, it it reminds me a lot of AP standing mm-hmm. up a lot and using his legs. Yep. And he looks a lot like Aaron does on the bike. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think – He's going to live up to this kind of hype that he's built. Believe the hype. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and I think the other thing, too, is he does have that that maturity around him. Being yep. a little older age, I think he can connect the dots a little better to Grown maybe what Will Hahn tells him or whoever's in his corner. is like, hey, you're going to see this, this, and this happen, and then you're going to do this, this, and this to react to it on mm-hmm. and off the track. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll be able to have the mental capacity to, to understand that. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, and I guess the last question then, biggest uh, disappointment for the season here going into outdoors. Justin Cooper. <sighs> See, I was going to say that, but then Coach is making me second-guess Shimoda here. So <laughs> I, um, I guess I'm going to go with Joe here because uh, apparently it sounds like he's not going to do what we thought he was going to do. So 
that's going to be a big letdown there going from what he had in Supercross, which was a pretty decent season, to all of a sudden if he just sucking ass here in in outdoors, well, then eh, that's going to that's that's going to be a downturn there. Well, and it'll be interesting too because the people that I spoke with that carried uh, Joe through December almost through the end of January. So, you know, if you look at February, March, and, and now we're into April, going racing in May, I mean, that does give you 12 weeks. He may have proven me wrong by maybe getting his priorities in line. Hmm. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to have to eat my words on it because I love his story. I think it'd be great to see him become the new hot commodity uh, for all the reasons. You know, first Japanese rider to, to really do, I mean, he's already said his name in the record books with his first win, but yep. I, I just think he's a cool story all the way around. I like the way that, you know, Mitch gave him a ride. I'm a big fan of Mitch Payton. I like the way he gives people opportunities. Um, I love his loyalty to the riders. Um, you know, whether it's saying that he was going to provide a 450 ride, and then he did, even if it was on his own dime, 100%. Um, I think Joe and the Mitch, that would be a very cool story. And if there's anything I'd like to eat crow on, that would be one of them, for sure. I think Justin Cooper's going to be the biggest letdown. Okay. Cool, That's my two. That's yeah. mine as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Although I'm surprised though that nobody we didn't mention Garrett Marchbanks as far as like this like doing yeah, just, well. I don't. He's just he kind of deflated. I would right say now. I think he's just going to be a guy there. I don't. I don't see him. You know, being like super high or super mm. low. I mean, he was just, just kind of a guy indoors yeah. too. He yeah. had that one good round in the first. I, or I would give anything if Husky would give Marchbanks a ride. I think he would take that opportunity and just take it to the stratosphere. Oh well, when yeah, when when Ro- whatever happens with with Robertson and and whenever they decide to kick Jalik off the team, um, I think that Garrett should be the first person they call. But who knows if he goes out and kills it this season? Who knows if he ever wants to go back to a quote unquote factory team? team I guess. Look, yeah, I'll, and I'll stay just with say this. I just think they're too stupid to fucking do that. Okay? Husky, yes. Oh yeah, they're, they're very too fucking dumb. They're very. They I, don't know. I think the there's going to be a steel framed bike waiting for somebody within the next year. Gas I mean, gas. I hope so. Gas gas. We can get rid of both those dudes. See, here's probably what's drop them both. Here, hey, see, this is how I feel like we're shitting on KTM North America and so on and so forth. Well, but here, this is how stupid this whole situation would be. You'd get rid of Brown and Moseman, and you'd kick Jalik and Styles off Husky team, and then put them over on the Gas Gas team. That's how dumb. Totally agree. That's how dumb it would. And then Alex Martin would probably podium overall outdoors, and they won't give him a shot. Yeah. Oh, I I guarantee it. I, I don't know. I just I feel that that's how dumb that situation would go. Justin, we got to start team. Man. And then I'm I'm on board. That's all we got to do. We got to find some money. Yeah, we do. We but when s- you start looking at those, when you look at those two teams, and and I'll I'll stand my ground on this with just about anybody, you know, you can't help but wonder: is there not a grandma or a grandpa or somebody that's paying for these kids to be on this team? Because this these results on these riders on these two teams don't add up. Yeah. Just doesn't. Something doesn't add up. Well, we can almost probably guarantee that the swole thing, and like I said, the Bailey thing, and I don't <laughs> know about. And I don't know about. I don't know about. Oh God, I don't know about Robertson. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's got to be something that's. I don't know. I just feel like how. Well, the Robert. You got to remember though, the Robertson thing goes back to when he was amateur. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. But the the re-signing of Jalik Hampshire makes sense because he's kicked ass. I mean, other than you know yard darting himself, and I love RJ. He's a great dude. He's badass on a bike. Um, I can see Hampshire earning that. I can see Roberts. Unfortunately, he's on the end of that three-year deal. 
because you know he was the big deal at at Cowie. Oh yeah. And then they started putting all their money into Jet and Ryder D. So he's like, I'm out. You know. Um, so I think the Robertson thing would be the tail end of that two year, one year, two year amateur, one year pro deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that, but outside of this year, I, I can't see Robertson being resigned. If Moseman and Pierce Brown are resigned, I mean, I guess you could say Moseman, but again, these guys are faster than I ever will be. But Moseman didn't set the world ablaze in Supercross, and let's face it, it wasn't even a full field of twenty bikes on the coast. Yeah, give, give John Short that ride. <laughs> yeah, think about cool. it though. If you gave Short, and then like you said, you gave March Banks, and you get because we're looking at five rides here: Jalik, Hampshire, Robertson, Moseman, and Brown. Yeah. If you keep Hampshire because he deserves it. If you take those other four spots, as you mentioned, Amart, John, and then you know throw March Banks in there. What kind of racing would the Husky Gasket? But of course, you got to remember they'd actually have to pay the riders instead <laughs> of getting paid to keep the riders. Yeah, big difference. Yep, big difference. Yep. So that's a shame, but it's the reality we're dealing with. All right, boys, we've been at this for two and a half hours, three if you count our little pre-talk before the show. Love so. it. Love Good it. stuff. Wish we got paid to do this. <laughs> That'd be great. We're, we're, we're working on it. So, we're going to get there. All right, Coach. We're working on it. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate My it. My pleasure. Yep. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Boys, thanks for coming in studio here. Appreciate it. Cole, maybe next time take a nap before you show up. Four, 450 shows next week, right? 450 shows next week. Okay. Yes. So, awesome. Coach, you're more than welcome on that show, too, if you want to. If you don't have time. I feel whatever, like that show is going to get too. real fucking heated. I think, well, that'll be good. Chris will be on. No, he's no, not coming for the Paula. He's, he's coming for the Paula one wrap up. Okay, I can just tell you right yeah, now. You and I are going to get show. off since we're coworkers now. What's that? Co- oh, hold on. What did you say? Yeah, I just said I'd be more than happy to be on. I appreciate the opportunity for sure. I cool. can just I can just tell you right now, Coach. If you for sure come on, that show is going to get real fucking heated between me and Travis. Yeah, me and Justin will be yelling at each other. <laughs> the so. whole the two fifty is a little <laughs> bit tame. But the 450 show, oh, buddy, we're good. Four, 450s, we get a little heated. We get fucking heated. You can watch the video. Justin's face gets red. He starts spitting. I just keep antagonizing and poking the bear. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Love it. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to our sponsors here again, um, BC Pizza, TLR Coatings, Premier Custom Trailers, JT Cycle, and the dirt bike deep that list is getting long it is oh god it is we're getting real long now we need a sushi company yeah <laughs> there we go so thanks for tuning in make sure to check out all our sponsors down below follow us on all the major social media cole one thing i forgot we have not done a fantasy supercross wrap-up show yet right you guys dropping to finish ball. off the season That's, uh, i've been busy we need to do a little cole ain't into it because he got beat up on i guess right um Kinda. I mean, I started sending in at the end of the year. I had a terrible season, but well, we need, we need to do one of those. To figure shit out. We need to do one of those this week too. Uh, so make sure to check out the fantasy show. Um, make sure to uh, if you want to support us, all sorts of links in the description down below to do that. As I said, this is our 250 outdoor preview show. We will be back next week with our 450 outdoor preview show, and then I believe we're gonna have. One week where we have a show that is, uh, we're going to try to get some guys on to talk outdoors, like rider wise, and then we'll be right into this. So, Hubbalicious, maybe. Love it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, actually got a, a local guy. Um, he's not going to make any nationals by any means. Oh, oh boy. Who? Um, his name's Kale. Kale Kuchanik. Kuchinki or whatever. But Kuchinki. he has a really interesting story. So, he works for, um, an insurance company but he oh. does it for them on the back end oh um so he got wi-fi hooked up in the van 
Sick. He's going to park on the side of the road, work, get in the car, and then keep driving. Love it. Um, but last year, uh, this man's van broke down out in California. So he <laughs> went to the dealership, bought a brand new one, <laughs> transferred all the bikes and everything over. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was able to, cause I mean, at this time you didn't have to work yeah. from home and all the mobile working and stuff. Um, so he actually had to be in the office for a certain amount of time. Hmm. Um, so he scheduled his vacation time, made it all work. Um, and one round he left the van in Colorado, <laughs> drove to the Colorado airport, left the van in economy parking with all the bikes in it, flew home, Sketchy. worked the whole week, flew back and then drove to Colorado and wow. raced. Yeah. We should just talk about him just because of his hair. Well, and he's got some wild hair, but man, like well, that's hey, like we'll work like, on. No we'll disrespect on. to Kale at all, but um, him making a national is is going to be tough. He's in uh, four fifty, right, or two fifty? But um, making the show is going to be very tough for mm-hmm. him. But that dedication to make every round well, like that is pretty insane. Just huh. to get people's so private cool. stories. Just get yeah. them out there. Yeah, that's yeah. a big deal. So I think that's an awesome. Well, that's story. cool. Yeah, we can try to get him on too. So all right. So yeah. So uh, like I said, four fifty outdoor show coming up next week. Outdoor preview with a bunch of riders the week after. Then we're jumping right into this. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll be back next week. See you. Later.